Hello everybody, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is James Chen, and I'm, whoa, I am joined by, is your whoa. camera a little blurry, or? <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? What's, I that's have not no idea, but uh, I'm here joined by Tubo Blur, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and blame OBS Ninja on this. <laughs> that's because fair. Because on my screen, I look fine. Huh, that's very strange. Let me see what happens if I refresh you here. A refresh. Oh, huh. that, that's worse. It got worse. <laughs> it's progressively getting worse. Very odd. Very odd. Um. Uh. Huh. So on you. Huh. Weird. Okay. I yeah, guess on just... on my end, it's good. On my end, I look great. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. I look fantastic. Guess... Couldn't couldn't look better. I guess it's the. I guess it is OBS Ninja at this point. So I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, Ultra David cannot be here with us today because he has like life plans or something like that. Or he's. You know what? I just want to go on record and say I hate Hamilton. Who does a show on a Tuesday night, James? Who the hell does that? During a pandemic on a Tuesday night has a show of Hamilton. And who goes to see that show? David and his wife. That's who. Those are the only <laughs> two people in the audience. That's it. Those are the only people. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean. You know, I actually know nothing about Hamilton. I actually don't know anything about it. I don't know what good. Any you of should the, keep it that way. I don't know what any of the That's, songs sound like. I don't know. You're better off. Really? You're better off. Yeah. You're not a fan, huh? <laughs> no, you're you're fine. You're good. You never need to hear it. All you need to know is that it steals David away from us. <sighs> hate it. Hate it for that reason. If if not any other. I mean, reason. look. I've already spent the last few years trying to cope with the fact that David, you know, that David's wife has already taken most of his time away from me. And it's, it's, um, getting out of hand, honestly, it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Miss those days, man. Anyways, <laughs> eh, let's talk about some video games, shall we? Let's talk about some video games. And again, not sure why the, uh, the 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 camera over there for Tubo's party. We're gonna blame I, yeah, OBS I, Ninja for sure. So I it looks so clear on my screen. I, yeah, I, I it's, it's definitely something with that transition uh, at this point, but not much we can do. But what we can do here is talk about. Our first topic here, we've got all sorts of stuff we're going to be talking about, but we're going to be starting with uh, Jacko, who has dropped into the new Guilty Gear Strive as the latest DLC character. Uh, have you had a chance to play the character, fight against the character? You know, I have three matches against Jacko, three games, mm, okay, okay, and I won all three. <laughs> so Jacko, clearly the worst. Bottom one character in the game no i yeah she looks very scary i've seen all the tech going around yeah um but other than that i don't i don't have any like deep thoughts on jacko yet i, I just don't there hasn't been enough time i need to, i need more time to play right, against her right and yeah. and you know to, to actually play her herself have you actually tried messing with her in the lab at all no no like no okay, not not, okay. not beyond 
not be on kicking some minions <laughs> for like three <laughs> minutes and then going, okay, I want right. to use my free time to actually play the game. Yeah, dude, so. she's crazy, I think. And, and in fact, uh, I'm really excited to see how she is in this game. She, you know, a lot of the talk about Guilty Gear being simplified, characters with easier game plans, and blah, 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 all that stuff. Well, I remember when Gold Lewis came out, I kind of said that it feels like Gold Lewis is proof from Arxis that they're willing to go a little crazier with the characters. Sure. And now here's Jacko. Because Jacko yeah. is a character that I have messed with in trading mode. And I figured out all the things that she had, all of her moves, what the minions do and everything like that. And I have no idea what to do with the character. Like, sure. it, that feels distinctly Guilty Gear to me. You know, to have that kind of thing, like Venom. Like, when Ven like every time I mess with Venom in training mode in Exert, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this character. Every time I mess with Zato, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this character. So I'm actually really happy to see Jacko like that and seeing the kind of labbing and seeing kind of the things that people are coming up with because she really feels like an open page, an open book in... Uh, giving people a lot of room to do some creative stuff with her. Yeah, she looks really fun. I mean, she looks really dirty if she gets you in the corner. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's you can say that about a lot of characters, but she looks specifically very, very scary in the corner with what her minions can do and the lockdown and the plus frame, all, all the plus frames, so many yeah. plus frames. And, and, you know, people were tweeting out today that one of the things that makes her crazy is that if she kicks minions, if she hits minions, it removes her hit stop. Yeah. So, you know, if someone blocks a move, the game freezes for a second, right? It's like, Dish! and then you keep animating. But if she kicks you and, and it triggers the hit stop, but then she kicks the minion... Her hit stop goes away, but your hit stop stays. You're, yeah, so you, she's more positive. Yeah, so she has better frame data if she's kicking her minions at the same time as she's kicking you, which is what makes things scary. And, I mean, if a lot of people I see in the chat right now, you know, she's going to take way more figuring out than I was ever going to commit. Glad she's in the game, but she's too big-brained for me. Like, I, that's... Guilty Gear, like that right there. And in fact, you know, I've talked with Li Joe recently, and you know, he's you know here or there on Strive. He's not the biggest fan of how it is. But when I posted on Twitter that Jacko feels like a Guilty Gear character, Joe actually responded it's like, "I went into the lab for three minutes, and I thought the exact same thing. Like this is a Guilty Gear character. This is what we." You know, this is what old school Guilty Gear feels like. And yeah, she's got this weird Venom Jacko hybrid thing. And I think she's really cool. I mean, I'm I'm super excited to figure out how broken people can make her because it seems like she can be pretty broken right now. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like seeing character variety. I like seeing yeah specialists, you know, I, I mean, there's... There's like the Zato players right now and maybe the Gold Lewis players, but there's not like that many like specialist type characters in this right. game. 
Like you can definitely main two characters plus if you're not playing Azato or Gold Lewis or you know etc. Right, right. Uh, maybe I mean, like Amelia, but you know if if you if you want, you can definitely play like Mei and Soul or Nagoyuki yeah. or and it's not going to be that hard of a struggle. But with Jacko, she looks like it may be a specialist type of situation. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, everybody except Soul players are two character mains, right? Because we can all just pick up Soul and hit far ass a bunch of times and it works. So <laughs> I'm not bitter or anything. Damn. Damn. <laughs> It's nerfed uh, now. It's nerfed. It's not as bad. Yeah, just like try to it's balance. It's still pretty good. Yeah, no, he's still really good. He's still really good. It's although, still pretty good. Although, I mean, we'll talk about this in the patch for a little bit. In a little bit. Well, we can talk about it now. Um, <laughs> you've actually said that you actually don't even think Soul is number one anymore, huh? No, absolutely not. No. Hell no. It's really? Leo. Leo. Absolutely so you... Leo. 100%. Think that there's 100%. No... Like, do you feel like they're both S-plus characters, or do you actually feel like Leo is actually a tier above Soul now? I think they swap places. Really? Dang. Yeah, I think Soul went from first to, like, third, fourth. And Wait. Leo went from third, fourth to number one. Wait, so you actually are saying that Soul isn't even necessarily number two anymore? No. No, no, no. Soul's like three or four, probably. Probably. But Leo is absolutely 100% number one. And if you don't think so, you are you are a Leo player. You're, you're denying it because you know it's true. <laughs> That's just facts. Like, that, that character is so dumb. He was, he was dumb before the patch. I already thought he was number two. Like, I 100% I thought Leo was the second best character. <laughs> and then they made him better, and they made the two best characters, Leo or uh, Sol and Chip, worse. So what happens? Leo only got better. <laughs> There's no negative to where he was. So just naturally, he shot up into S rank. Hmm, interesting. I okay, okay. I mean, who do you think is better than Sol right now besides Leo? Uh, maybe a Nagora Yuki. I think mm -hmm. Yuki is very strong right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yuki is still really good. I yeah. think Ram is still really good. Yeah. Um, Axel got very scary. I think his changes to the time freezes, like not only dope as shit, but really useful for him. Right. Dude, um, I mean, yeah, I know there's, there's like beyond, beyond Leo, you could say anything, and I'd be like, okay, I can probably agree with that. You could even say Soul is number two, and I'd be like, sure, I can understand your argument. But Leo is just for sure number one. That's why. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like he took the soul, the right. soul area. Like he is the he is the king. No, I'm curious. I mean, like some people in the chat are saying that Nago does well against Soul. Do you feel like, you know, it might just be that Leo does particularly well against May, or do you just feel like? No, I, I mean, I mean, I do think that it's a like five point five in his favor. I don't even think it's that much in his favor. Okay, okay. Um, I personally hate the match, but I just I always <laughs> I thought he was the best. Like it's not even a right. That's that, that's definitely there is some personal bias there, but. I mean, you saw the chat was just like, yeah, Leo, 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 Leo. Yeah. That character's <laughs> dumb. That character's dumb. Yeah. He, he's dumb. He's he's kind of impossible to defend uh, in a lot of ways. So, I mean, I I have trouble fighting Leos really badly. Um, 
Yeah. I, I have trouble finding lots of those kind of characters. So, for example, one of the characters that I actually thought I'm actually kind of worried about is Eno. <laughs> you know, okay. a lot of people sure. were saying Eno was worst character pre-patch, which is still kind of crazy to me. But like I said, these, these were players far better than me saying these kind of things. And after right. the patch, she's kind of wild now dude her dash is fast she's, fast. <laughs> she's one fast girl <laughs> she's terrifying and uh but the thing about it is even as terrifying as she is is she more terrifying currently than soul than leo than nagora yuki no so i think the the buffs for her are justified you know what i mean so even if she does well, we end up see, though. i mean it's it's early. It's been like right. what a, a week with the patch. Yeah, I think we need to see more time for characters like her who were who were less played and thought of as low tier. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's like Faust as well. Did Faust get enough? We'll see. You know, yeah. it's it's more of a time will tell thing. I, I think we can't jump the gun on those like middle like walking the line <laughs> characters that might you know have enough now especially like you know like holy shit right she I mean, could be she could be godlike you know i mean honestly right now like but the three characters who i've been heard been talked about as the quote weakest characters have been eno faust and anji and sure. Eno and Anji, I feel like, got very obvious palpable buffs. Anji is a nut now. I, see, Anji was another character that I couldn't fight very well because I just get opened up by those kind of mix-ups. If Anji or sure. Eno gets you in the corner and has higher low mix-ups and whatever like that, I just fall to pieces. Leo didn't need the corner, and he would make you fall to pieces. So sure, yeah. uh, I don't think I can block any of these characters anymore. But Anji is like terrifying right now and uh kai well, actually I, got a few good buffs too kai did get some good buffs but uh back to anji i've seen players like clay saying that yeah the the changes are cute but it didn't really address his actual issues hmm, saying that at, at a higher level with people that actually understand how to play defense in strive or just guilty gear in general right. it's really really hard to open them up in any certain way yeah. Uh, so he thinks that the like the changes are 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 nice, but they didn't actually uh, buff him where he needed it. So, hmm. Hmm. Womp, womp. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I'm not a I'm not an Anji player by any means. All I can say about the Anji change is that I hate how it looks. I really hate how it looks like rollback to me. Like when oh. he goes halfway through fusion into another animation, right. it looks real janky, man. Uh, it looks like rollback. So I really hate that, and that's like you know what it is, what it is. But other than that, I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't fought Anji yet. That made me go, damn, the changes are right. what's beating me now. This is so cool. It's just kind of like, oh, you did a Kara hop. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> it's not that it's not that frightening. Right. Uh, I mean, what what is your opinion on the patch overall so far, though? I mean, do you feel like? Because when it came out, people were like, what? You didn't nerf a but Like, everybody got buffed, and Soul's Wild Throw got buffed. You know, like, I mean, how uh, do you feel about it now? Uh, for just my, a week, my first, obviously, it's super early. My first thought, my first thought is, thank God they didn't um, Grand Blue this patch. 
Yeah. Because the first major <laughs> grand blue patch, I stopped playing the game. I was yep. like, this game already had terrible netcode, and now I don't have fun playing it. Mm-hmm. That's not the case mm-hmm. with Strive. The netcode's still great, and uh, the game is still fun. They didn't they didn't ruin the game. So that's already a plus to me. Like that, I it could have been so much worse than whatever it is now. Yeah. And overall, my my knee jerk reaction is, it's a fine patch. I mean, Soul got nerfed. Uh, someone else took his place, which was gonna happen no matter what, <laughs> almost for sure. Um, a lot of characters got really fun stuff. Like you said, Anji buffs are they're fun buffs. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if they make the character stronger or not, but they definitely make it more fun to play the character. I would think. Um, so, you know, just quality of life stuff for Faust and yeah, I, I, I think it's a fine patch. It seems like a good first patch. Yeah, Hopefully this yeah. game mm-hmm. lasts the next five years and we have, you know, 10 more <laughs> patches to go. Like that's for a first patch. I thought, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if Arx is so, I mean, someone in the chat is even asking what did Grand Blue do in the first patch basically took away a lot of the fun things for a lot of characters it has neutered the cast yeah i remember so many of the cast got just like a lot of their cool things taken away and uh maybe arxis learned from that because you know when they first dropped the patch notes for this one i was actually really happy that not a lot of people got nerves uh i i I like the direction yeah and, and honestly, uh, although I haven't really played much online recently, cause, just because I've been taking a break from playing a lot of uh, video games in general, uh, but uh, I feel like the patch from what I've watched and from, you know, things that I've seen seems like it's really good right now. I'm, I'm really, really happy uh, with the way the patch is going right now. And, yeah, you know, I... I, I really hope in October they don't go ham. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they want. it sounds like they want to maybe do some system changes to make it so that, you know, uh, people feel a little bit have like they have more freedom or whatever. But like I said, I feel like if they just keep releasing characters like Jacko, like Jacko being added to the game now makes me believe that a character like Zappa or Bridget can actually show up in the game and uh, and and, you know, be mostly playable. I mean, I don't see that happening this season, but it would be cool if it did. Yeah. I um, I, I have a character I actually want, so I'm hoping they show up. Which one? Season. Which one? I hope they put Happy Chaos as playable character. Oh, hope, that's right. I yeah, hope yeah. he's cool as shit because I like characters with guns <laughs> or bow and arrow, but there's no bow and arrow characters that I can think of in Guilty Gear, yeah. at least not in this game, so... And you know, I'm hoping I, I, that Happy Chaos is cool. I love that in the chat, someone says, "Whatever you do, do not bring back Zappa." I mean, that's the nature of Guilty Gear, right? Everybody who wants Testament back played Testament. Everybody who's fought Testament doesn't want Testament back. Everyone who's fought Zappa doesn't want Zappa back. So yeah, not. Uh... <sighs> I'd be happy for the Zappa fans out there, like my friend and like Tasty Steve, but oof, man. <sighs> Bring back everyone. I don't care. Bring them all on. I've never fought them before, so I don't have these bad memories. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, God. <laughs> Testament. Is... I, hope, I hope everyone gets their character. How about that? <sighs> yeah, no, Johnny needs to come back. And again, Johnny was only broken in Exerd uh, series. Previous to that, he wasn't very strong. So, you know, (laughs) 
Johnny can come back, and now it's time to put him right square in the mid-tier area. But he'd be weird. I keep t- saying that because with Johnny, I was so addicted to kick heavy slash into miss cancel, and he's not going to be able to do that Gatling anymore, and it's going to be really, really weird for Johnny. What if he's like? What if he's like S plus tier for the life of the game? Would you still play him? Uh, yeah, because I was playing him in Exert, and he was S-plus for the life of pretty much that game, so uh, I was definitely playing him, but I barely played because netcode, right? So, I mean, yeah. <sighs> netcode, man. Ugh. But, uh... The other thing too, I mean, what I what I did want to ask you is with Jacko coming out here. I mean, I put here our Stripe characters getting more complex. We kind of hinted on this already, though. But do you feel like that they're doing kind of the same things that they did with Dragon Ball and Grand Blue, where it seems like the well, first season is the basic characters, and then you know, I don't know. Be I I don't think so because the two characters they've already released as DLC are more complicated than the first season of characters in dragon ball dlc for sure i mean dragon ball dlc had bardock which is the simplest character (laughs) that exists in the game so yeah i uh, i i i don't think so i I think they're kind of just doing whatever they want which is cool they should they should do that um i have a suspicion that gold lewis and jacko were pretty much finished before the game came out that's what i expect because they 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 came out right away after release and now the next dlc character is tbd in this year it could come out next month it could come out december 31st 2021 like we have we have no clue so yeah we'll we'll see how things go but yeah i I think they're just doing whatever they want and, and and they should i mean the Guilty Gear base is not casual players. And I think they've probably already sucked in the majority of the casuals that they were going to, right? <laughs> so just, yeah, point. sure. Make the DLC complicated point. characters. Do it. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, already we've seen in the chat some people saying that they've been, like, scared to try out Jacko. And I'm wondering if it's time for them to release someone a little more straightforward. So, you know... Uh, to 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 suck in some of the to to keep a lot of the the casuals in there or not, but you I know, mean, make Cappy chaos Cappy chaos simple. I'm down. That's my type of character. Low mental stack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want 50 options that are all useful in my way. I want like three options that are useful in multiple situations. That's that's what I need. You just want to shoot people with arrows and guns yeah, from across the street. Yeah. You, you yeah. want him to be Deadpool, don't you? <laughs> yeah, dude. I wish there was another Deadpool in a fighting game. That, that character has never been done again. Like That style of zoning is, I have not I, ran into. Yeah. I wish. I wish, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah I, I remember like who was the the police gun girl in persona like that was a character i wanted to learn just because i thought she would be interesting zoning people that way but even she didn't really turn out that way naoto that's what it was yeah even she didn't really turn out that way unfortunately so yeah definitely would love to see kind of yeah. a zoning shooty character you know <laughs> anime right. games are always about rushdown dude mm-hmm mm-hmm uh all right uh anything else you want to say about jacko or this patch or anything 
Um, I mean, there's plenty I want to say about Guilty Gear stuff, but we're going to talk about that stuff later, so. Yeah, okay. We can move okay. on. All right. Uh, Gamescom happened this past week. It did. And uh, they promised some new KOF 15 stuff. And so I remember last week I was like, please show us at least a system mechanic. <laughs> hey, just give us a mechanic. <laughs> Exactly. And then the trailer came out and they gave us everything. Uh, probably not everything, but they gave oh. us a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, yes. We finally got actual match footage with the UI. We finally were able to tell how much meter everything costs. We found out how the systems work. Because it wasn't even just the trailer. They released the trailer, but then they also released the, the website. And the website has like all the information on there, dude. Like it's crazy. And then the trailer had some characters that haven't even been introduced yet that are brand new to the series that don't have names yet. Now, I will say the names were spoiled on the website a little bit. And <laughs> for the for the sake of those people in the chat who don't want to be spoiled, please do not type the names uh, in the chat, please. Uh, but yeah, the names were accidentally spoiled because all the characters on the website have an interview. And where the, the, the news guy actually asks some questions and yeah. uh, some questions are like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that's top secret information. But for some reason on only, I think, the simplified Chinese <laughs> web page, one of the answers was actually mentioned the character's names. And they f I, I think they forgot to switch that one or something. Sure. But <sighs> either oh, way, whatever. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, they announced not only that uh, the game is, they, they showed the UI, they talked about the system mechanics, they, you know, we finally got to see how max mode is going to work uh, a little bit. I mean, obviously, we're still missing details here. They told us there's going to be 39 characters at, uh, on release. And then six yep. DLC characters. But the interesting thing is the character select screen has... Was it nine or twelve plus one, like thirteen slots that look like that? There's extra things for besides okay. the thirty-nine. Yeah. So, are there going to be six or seven unlockable characters? Maybe it's just the thirty-nine at default. Like I'm curious right now because KOF fifteen came with like fifty characters, and so like to have this one. Yeah, KOF 14, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and KOF 15, I'm wondering, you know, if they're going to do 39 plus 7, which would be 46 characters maybe, and then have six of them be DLC or something like that. But, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, if they announced 39, I'd be surprised if they launched with more than 39. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a weird thing to do. 39 characters. Haha, -ha, we got you guys. There's actually more that we didn't tell right. you. I would, like, what? That's terrible marketing. Why would you do that? If you're going to launch with, you know, 40, 50, something, like you say that. Right. So I, I, I really doubt that. And maybe, and maybe it's just unfinished mm -hmm. UI for the character select screen. Right. But, I mean, outside of that, a lot more of the cast was revealed. This was yeah, the first yeah. time that Ash was shown. 
So Ash is coming back, and now Ash they... is ugly as hell. <laughs> Ash looks terrible. The lips—they're like they're huge in the hands, and oh yeah, man. they definitely he Oof. definitely got Oof. some. What is that Botox or whatever? That yeah, they some, the lips. some surgery. Some yeah. surgery got done. Yeah, but you know, I Rough. mean. Other from, characters look good, but that Ash was rough. From what I've heard, that sounds like something Ash might do. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, Ash was revealed, and then like, and then I guess the box art got released, and that spoiled Hydern because Hydern is on the box, but there hasn't been any official footage of Hydern. Uh, K Dash was reconfirmed. We all knew he was in there. He just never had an official trailer yet. But then there are the two new characters. One character who's apparently related to Shune, who is the new protagonist, because he has the two little floaty hands like the boss of 14 Verse has. And then she has the little floaty hands too. So uh, no idea. I mean, I've just been calling her Splatoon Girl because her hat has like paint splat designs on there. Sure. Uh, and then, um, and then there's the other girl with the braids uh, that showed up uh, as well. The, the the glasses and the braids, and you know, she didn't show up on the character select screenshots that are in that have shown up on the website and in the trailer. Uh, on the character select screen, new girl, Splatoon girl, has her own team. Braids girl is nowhere. Hydern is nowhere. And K-Dash has oh. a team with nobody else in there. So um, so it, it's interesting. And, and, you know, a lot of people are now wondering, because there's only one empty team on the character select screen that's been shown now. And, and a perennial KOF or... Kim Capwan still has not even been introduced yet, and he's one of the oh, only yeah. characters that has a perfect record in all the KOF games. So, is he going to get screwed in uh, from an opening roster? <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even think about that. They hadn't shown Kim yet. Yeah, it would be very, very weird. But I mean, maybe they'll put him in. I mean, I'm sad because I maybe think- these are the expectations finally getting shattered. <laughs> Maybe these. This is what they meant the whole time. It's just Kim isn't in the game. That's it. Shatter your expectations. No Kim. Yeah, that's oh, that's it. I mean, I'm sad because at this point in time, I'm pretty sure R.I.P. Kenso or Kensu. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be in the game. At least not on launch roster. In any case, so I'm I'm sad about that. But. Um, yeah, even nothing excess is saying Kenso is done. So, so yeah, Daimon is definitely de- con- is, is confirmed not to be in the game because uh, Benny Maru even said so in his interview text and stuff like huh. that. So uh, wild, but yeah, I mean, thirty nine characters at start. Uh, but of course, I honestly feel like the trailer could have been thirty seconds long. And I would be just as happy because they finally, finally, not in just a tweet that wasn't even in the native Japanese language, but they've officially announced in that trailer, rollback netcode. Yeah, officially, finally. That's cool. Now just the question is, is it good rollback? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is How good, good is your rollback? Let's talk about that. But 
the nice thing about it is even if it comes out and the rollback isn't great, I feel like they'd be willing to fix it and not patch out fan-made improvements, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, hopefully they would make better choices there, but... Yeah, yeah I, I, well, I mean, hopefully they don't need it, right? Hopefully it gets launched and it's great and everybody's happy and we're good to go and that's that's that. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I um, mean, at this point in time, if they haven't hired Code Mystics to work on that part of it, because Code Mystics has been doing all of their 2D games. Now, obviously, this is harder uh, to do than those games, but still, Code Mystics would be the right uh, group of guys to work on it, in my opinion. Um but we'll see, we'll see. But hopefully it works. But like I said, I'm like, honestly, like, if the game was announced, it was like, we'll be online with our awesome delay based netcode where we will absorb the delay. You know, <laughs> like, it would just be at this point where it would be like executive decision. We won't be talking about KOF 15 on the stream anymore because <laughs> there's nothing to say at that point because the game would be DOA basically, you know, uh, honestly, it would have been dead on arrival. So I'm really, synchronizes no more. Yeah. I, I kept joking about that. I would have been like, well, thanks guys for watching synchronize. And <laughs> that would be the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad to see that they have announced rollback netcode along with, you know, all the modes. I think they said there's going to be, like, online training mode. There's a draft mode. Yeah. The draft mode is something I do want to talk about, actually. Oh, yeah? I think okay. the draft mode is is really dope for a game like AOF. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a good majority of the scene plays, like, the cast anyways, <laughs> right? So I, I feel like, yeah, having a, a draft mode where one player gets first pick, second player gets the next two pick, you know, the next two right. picks like that. Like, I, I think that would be really cool. Uh, like maybe even should be the game default in tournament. Like, I think it's really that dope. Dude, I, I like I like the idea of it. You know how like Street Fighter Five added that eight man online tournament? I want them to do that. An eight man online draft tournament. Yeah, that would be fucking sick. Right? That would be really cool. Dude, that would they, be really cool. Because 8 times 3 is 24. There's 39 characters. There's plenty to go yeah, around. Like you said, do, yeah. the, do the snake thing, right? So like Yeah, said, that would be sick. That would be really, really fun. Dude, I hope they add that. I mean, there was no sign that there was going to be anything like that. But I think that would be super cool. You know, forcing yeah. everybody to use different characters and stuff. That would be a sick game mode. That would be a super <laughs> sick game mode. Like, that would be perfect for, like, side tournaments, like you said. Like, at events. Like, have little eight-man, you know, high-roller tournaments cool. where they do, like, uh, drafts and stuff like that. I think that would yeah, be Yeah, that would awesome. be cool. And after DLC comes out, you could up that to 16 if you wanted to. Dude, 16 times three is what uh eight one fifty eight forty eight forty eight yeah you're right so if we can get up to over 50 characters yeah if you had like yeah. a 48 man roster that's perfect right there yeah that'd be sick oh, that'd be yeah sick. I, I yeah i think it's really cool i also really like the ui oh yeah look okay. i i okay. see i i have positive things to say about an snk game how about that <laughs> i yeah I, I mean i saw some people didn't really like it but I feel like I feel like those people there's no making happy because of the same people that were complaining about Guilty Gear. 
and like there's such polar opposites the kof 15 in-game ui and the guilty gear in-game ui are polar opposites really you think so and like how i do i think i think all the meters in kof are very clear and easy to recognize without even looking directly at them okay, okay whereas guilty gear the meters are you have to like look at them to recognize where they are. Uh, there's, there's not like enough coloring in the system for guilty gear. I don't like that. You lose a heart when you lose oh, a round. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. backwards. I feel, uh, I don't like that. They don't tell you how you died. I want to know if I got chipped out or I yeah, got hit. Uh, or... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. KOF doesn't have any of those problems. Like I, I think the life bars are very clear. So, if you don't like the Guilty Gear UI and you don't like the KOF Guilty Guy, I, 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 the KOF uh, UI, there's no, I don't. What do you want? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's you're too hard to please. So. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think it's good. I liked it. I mean, I think they're similar in that they're both that simplistic look. You know what I mean? Like sure. between those two and Street Fighter Five, it feels like fighting games are going for this really simple UI kind of. Design. I, mean, I mean, I feel like, like that's logo creation. That's just where we are. Yeah, that's, I, that's exactly what I was about right to now. say. It, it, there is a lot of that. And, you know, I, I've had long conversations with Auric about it, uh, a guy who likes to do a lot of uh, des- graphic design work. I'm all about texture and feeling like things have, like, volume and fancy des- And everything is all about being super simple these days. And, uh I'm just, uh, I'm not a fan of it. So I, I thought the UI was okay. I have like little OCD things like the edges look like they they don't have any borders on them on the outside edges. But, you know, like you said, if you're complaining about that and being like, this UI is awful, I'm not going to play the game anymore. Yeah, whatever. That's just, that's too much, dude. <laughs> that's just thug, dude. Yeah, because at this point, I mean, even with Guilty Gear, you know, with the combo meter and the counter hits and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I honestly don't see them when I play, you know? Right, yeah. So it's just at the, and the, at the end of the day, as long as you can get the information that you need, and yeah, Guilty Gear's biggest weakness is the is the risk gauge meter. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, I also wish the, the tension meter change colors when you're at each level oh yeah that's a good point it's that's just all point. it's like lighter green like whitish green to slightly darker green <laughs> oh man but they that's also uh announced the official release date as well as february 17th 2022 so we knew it was coming out around uh, q1 because that's what they announced but we have an official release date now and I don't know. Yeah. I'm 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 excited to see all the new information. I'm so glad we got this. And like I said, the website had a whole bunch of stuff. Although, albeit a bunch of typos uh, on the website, <laughs> but uh, it seems like they did a lot of things that they were like taking cues, like that whole uh, focus attack mechanic they have. Like you see in the trailers, if it actually hits someone, it refunds half a bar of super meter. Feels very V shifty, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, sure. But again, just really happy to finally get a bunch of information. Super, super happy about that. The website is great. You should go, like, if you haven't, go to the website and just read all the interviews because some of the interviews are hilarious. Like, the King of Dinosaurs interview is pretty much, uh, you know, art in the making, basically. So it's a, it's a good interview. Um, 
But yeah, honestly, the game, the game, I'm definitely, I mean, you could see how happy everybody is who have been chomping at the bit for KOF information. Like, yeah, just... man. Well, you know, like you guys were starving and they finally threw you some crackers. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, it was even so I, much. They didn't the even point. have to do all this, you know, like they could have <laughs> just gave you guys a little bit. You'd be like, this is the greatest thing ever, you know? Right. So yeah, and, they, I, I, they, they, they threw you guys everything. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it was even to the point where two days later, IGN was supposed to have more information. And then their stream started, and there was no information. And IGN hey. even tweeted out, they were like, we have no idea why, what's happening here. This is not up to us. Like, what gets, and da-da-da-da, all this stuff. And nothing got shown. And, like, everybody who has been looking forward to KOF 15 didn't care. We were like, whatever. We had enough information already. We're happy. We're good. We're good. So it didn't, there yeah. wasn't even a blow up. Like, nobody was even mad about it because everybody got as much information as they wanted already. So good to go. Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of people are very happy for that. So. Okay, uh, anything else you want to add about KOF 15? Or we can just go to break and uh, nope. run over to... Uh... <laughs> Dang, we have a Game Informer editor <laughs> in our chat? <laughs> or is that just a, <laughs> is that just a troll? <laughs> uh, yeah. And in any case... Uh... Okay, then I guess uh, what we can do... Oh, dang, that's awesome. Shout out to Game Informer editor, uh, Mr. John Carson Games in the chat there. That's cool. Um, but uh, I guess what we'll do then is we will head to a break. And when we come back, we'll be bringing on uh, uh, Mr. BG Callisto uh, to talk about all sorts of things. So uh, stay tuned, everyone. Stick around, and uh, we'll get right to that. Be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday show. And we are going to be bringing on our guest here for today. And that is, of course, uh, Mr. BG Callisto. Uh, and let's see if we... Yeah, there we go. What's going hey, on, sir? How you doing? That's me. I'm dude, What's up, everyone? I see the Markman poster in the background, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the only thing I have. We just moved into this house a week ago. So the only thing I had unpacked uh, that's up in the office right now is that poster. Uh, that was the most I, important I, thing to get unpacked bed. first. Was that? Yeah, no, this that was, it was the second most important thing. The first, the first most important thing was the cap bed. Uh, so Dude. Willie has his spot. You actually just have a dedicated camera. Yeah. For for the cat. I furthermore have it set up so that if I go stream somewhere outside of the house, uh, I can like take that as a feed, like a remote feed. <laughs> if he's sleeping on the desk. So like if I'm doing the local weekly, uh, which you can catch every Friday night, twitch.tv slash BG Callisto at Ignite, you <laughs> might see a random cat camera. That's such a good idea. I, I need to set up a permanent cat camera over here yeah, somehow. It's worth so. it. My mom got me a GoPro for Christmas at one point and I was trying to find uses for it and then I stuck it next to the cat bed and it worked out. <laughs> that's that's a good use. <laughs> That's like the opposite of the use they want you to use a GoPro. Oh yeah, for sure. They want you to do rolling out, rolling it all over, jumping yeah, out of planes and shit. And I was like, exactly. No, You're supposed to be a cat. Red Bull sponsored a sleeping athlete. cat the entire time. High quality 
sleeping cat. <laughs> it's nice, it yeah. Is, it's like so. a solid 1080 60. Good high bit rate cat. <laughs> Go back to it again. Go back to it again. You know what? So it's where's it's the nice. fisheye lens? Where's the action lens? I want to see Willie oh. action. See, he's doing a trick. So it's it's high quality enough that I have to like defer the cat bed sometimes. Like I have to get the cat bed ready for show. Uh, wow. Like I have to clean the cat bed uh, because the GoPro is solid enough that you know you'll. Oh, we got the spinneroonies. Uh, good yeah, job, buddy. The... Yeah, that was a trick. He's I trying off a red the little, the little lip, lip lick and everything. Oh yeah. man, what a good. Yeah, cat. he knows. He knows when he's on. He's he's a professional. He's uh he's my co-commentator. Uh, when, when I run the netplay tournaments. I almost want to ask you to put that on a separate OBS Ninja feed so I can replace yeah. David with it. But, you know, we, that's okay. we, we got back uh, to where I had to move and do offline first, but that was the plan with St. Cola was we were going to pipe in uh, his OBS Ninja feed too with Odin. So we were going to have like dual pet cams <laughs> in the, the commentary spaces. We're still pocketing that one for later. So we might, Dude, we might awesome. still work that out. Let's just all do that. Let's just do an FTC <sighs> cat camera uh, yeah. stream that someone's always streaming at, and we just pump each other OBS Ninja we, links and just have cat. I actually, I have some I future ideas right for now. for similar stuff. So I'll uh, I'll let you know when that gets closer. Okay. I do have some all some right. FTC pet related ideas that I wanted to <laughs> to break out into some things. I'm totally down. Right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Cutest uh, cat tournament. Well, the problem with that is clearly everybody would everybody's own cat would win, right? So <laughs> what what I want to do is the uh, I want to do where you know the FGC members submit their cat pictures ahead of time to the tournament, and then during downtime you do the uh, the predictions, <laughs> right? The, the who you like, thing, or you put up the two cat pictures sure, and chat sure. has to vote on the cat. And then that's how you do the elimination, right? You just run Dude, the bracket like you're that. You're going to create, are you cat or Great. not? That's what you're doing? Yeah. The, the are you cat or not site? Oh man. It's that, except it's like the, it's like when they do the, like the, whatever the crappy like food brand tie-ins for March Madness is, right? You mm -hmm. got to vote on right. whatever Doritos, you know, flavors. Yeah. Cause I'm just trying uh, to figure out: Is anyone old enough to even remember that site? Right? Am, was it? Am I hot or not? I think it was. Oh, yeah, that was uh, that was in ye old and MySpace days. We're probably was, the only uh, three people that would know. Uh, that's actually why David's not here. There's a there's a 160 year combined limit on what the stream <laughs> can hold. So yes. the four of us put together actually just wouldn't work. Yeah, that's uh, that's what yeah. 1080p actually means. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> oh man. In case you guys didn't know. Uh, well, hey, let's talk to you a little about yourself here instead of just talking about cats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, talk. I mean, this is what we ask everybody. We love to get everybody's background and how you got into the FGC. And, you know, I know your role right now is streamer and, and such. Uh, like, how did you get into the FGC? And then how did that transition into the streaming stuff? Uh, so I, I feel like I took like the literal opposite route of what the current move is. Uh, the fighting game community was my retirement home coming out of a Final Fantasy MMO. Uh, <laughs> so I, I had quit Final Fantasy 11 after, mm. uh, I think about 10, 10 years, maybe no, a little, a little less than that, like eight years. Glad he got off the uh, juice, man. Yeah, exactly. So, so around late 2010, uh, like August, 2010, I had quit. Um, uh, there was, you know, 
almost a decade worth of games that I had just never played because I was just grinding this one game like religiously. Right. Uh, and uh, I and I was very competitive in the game. I did a lot of end game stuff. You know, I was I did a lot of like the super. Uh, I played Red Mage and I did like the really hard solo shit that you know. Uh, at the time was kind of like the the e-peen swinger you know uh so coming off of that i knew i wanted to try something competitive but i wasn't sure what uh i opened a gamefly account i was the guy who like in 2010 i was like have you guys heard of this mass effect game this game's crazy and everyone's like yeah it's from like 2004 or something uh so i was trying different games and just renting different games each week and i saw a trailer for uh blaze blue calamity trigger uh, and I had no idea. I played fighting games growing up, like in the arcades, but I didn't know how they worked. Right? I did the, you know, I'm I'm of the age that you know Super Turbo was a current game in the arcades when when right. I was there. Uh, I, I I grew up with that. I grew up with the shitty ones though, like Bloodstorm and Primal Rage and shit like that. Like those, uh, not not you know, I wasn't out playing like the. Actual whoa whoa whoa! There's games. a lot of Primal Rage players who'd be very upset with uh, you. Yeah, I know. Okay. I was about to yeah, say, you man. know, uh, I I was. Uh, I experienced it too. You, you, you can't lie to me. You can't, I'm not one of the kids, right? I was there for it. Uh, so I hey, had man, no idea what game, a fighting game was. That game, really? if you bounced around the human back and forth long enough, yeah. a volleyball net came up. Okay. <laughs> Let me, I mean, come Perfectly on. Reasonable game. Godly. Reasonable. Godly. Uh, so yeah, I, I just saw the, I don't know if anyone remembers the original CT trailer, but it was just, you know, tuning rock and anime stuff. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it looks cool and it sounds cool. So I'm going to try it. So I rented it out. Um, I, I dabbled a little bit. I played story mode. I was like, this is cool. I went online and I got fucking dunked on like instantly, <laughs> uh, really badly. And I was like, what's happening? Uh, so I actually Good. asked, I, I asked around the, uh, Final Fantasy 11 forum that, uh, the BG <laughs> comes from that. I used to be a mod on a blue garter back in the day. Oh, uh, okay. so, I asked around, like, hey, does anyone know what this game is and how the fuck you play it? Because I just got the shit kicked out of me the second I, like, tried to face a person. And there were some fighting game uh, players mm. who, you know, were involved in the forum. Uh, and over time, you know, they, they taught me a little bit about how to play fighting games. I learned how to play Street Fighter 4, uh, mostly online through that community. Uh, and uh, in about, let's see, I think it was early 2011, uh, I bought a capture card because I would go out to the bars. I was unemployed at the time. I was just partying kind of hard. I would go out. I'd get super blasted. And I would come home, and I could do all these blood cane combos that I normally couldn't do when I was sober. Because, you know, sometimes you're, you, you can reach a, an ascended state where, like, your brain shuts off and muscle memory takes over, right? There's no nerves. There's just hands. Uh, and... No one believed me that I could do it. The people who actually played with me were like, there's no, there's no way you can do those. So I bought a capture card to record myself playing while drunk to prove that I could do install combos, basically. Um, and uh, uh, after a little while of mostly playing online with the people who I knew from the forums, uh, I went to my first uh, Chicago fighting game event. It was uh, Chicago Heart 3. Um, I, I got kind of lucky as an introduction. Uh, at the time, I was also playing like beer league hockey. Uh, so I walked in and, um, uh, the, uh, the Black Rose, who I knew from the Final Fantasy XI forums, uh, who I still to this day, you know, work production stuff and fighting games with, he was at yeah. the tournament, uh, as well as a guy who I played, uh, pickup hockey with on a regular basis, oh, happened cool. to be like one of Hartnana's old friends, uh, <laughs> that just also played hockey. So I kind of had at least a couple of like outside friends to help ease me in and explain like how tournaments work and everything. Uh, and then in a 
think it was uh, early 2012, uh, Danny Medina, uh, Medina for Life. He was the, wow, the Medina for Chicago. Stuff. OG! Uh, wanted to go back to college and was like looking for someone to kind of take over streaming the Chicago <laughs> uh, fighting game I'm stuff. Kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't believe he slept out of streaming yeah. fighting games to go to college. What a goon. Uh, so I kind of took over the space. Um, I, I started in April, 2012. Uh, my first tournament. Uh, if you go very deep in my YouTube archive, you'll find some terrible, like uh, Nico, Nico quality, like, uh, Street Fighter 4 uh, events commentated by Tobleware. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, back yep. in 2012. Um, so I kind of continued on with that, mostly just doing Chicago stuff. Uh, UFC T9, I had brought my stuff and recorded some, uh, some Accent Core offline bracket. They gave me permission to just come in and record offline. Uh, and then UFGTX, Keats asked me to formally come on as one of the tournament oh, streamers. Awesome. Uh, and then that uh, continued on to Combo Breaker. Uh, and then Combo Breaker, uh, the first one, um, I met Chris Seglia with uh, 10L Productions. Uh, uh, Rick, the Hadoo, uh, of course, uh, being a good friend of mine, was like, hey, if a guy comes up behind you looking at your setup, he's checking to see if he's going to want you to stream Evo. But he told me that at the beginning of the weekend. So, like, no oh pressure right? while I'm setting up. <laughs> Uh, Chris Seg comes up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do uh, a Seg impersonation. I feel like it's mandatory, but I don't want to get fired immediately. So I'm gonna <laughs> not do, do, it, it. do it. But uh, do he it. comes up. Do yeah, it. He goes, you got an extra keyboard, uh, and that's all he asked. <laughs> and I always like super hyper prepare for everything. So I actually had an extra keyboard on me. Spooky had d did not have a keyboard, or his had died, or something. I handed him the keyboard, and he's like, "You want to work Evo, kid?" and that was it. Uh, I got brought on. I started uh, being <laughs> sent around. If you did it, Fury, look at yeah. this. Is he, he Nick Fury? Did he did he assemble the streaming Avengers? Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I actually want to go further into that particular weekend because aside from that, uh, when I finished my uh, my stream for the weekend, I go to the back and they're they're wrapping up MK finals. Uh, you know, I, I walk up towards the back and says like, "Good work, kid. Go in the back, grab a drink." And I walk in the back. And it's literally the setup they had that year. There was a couch and a coffee table uh, for, yeah. you know, talent and, you know, mm -hmm, staff mm -hmm. to chill at. And it's Seth Killian, a coffee table and a body, uh, a bottle of scotch. And Seth <laughs> Killian like waves at it like, oh, drink my boy. And I'm like, what? The FGC Illuminati is real. And it's back here behind <laughs> this curtain. Like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, and then, uh. Yeah, so I, I continued on the streaming stuff. Uh, most people know me from that. Uh, you know, uh, I do a lot of stuff on my own channel, uh, most notably, you know, uh, Combo Breaker and Frosty Fostings each year. Uh, but also, I had been doing white label stuff through Tenno. I worked a lot of Tekken World Tour and CPT and the, the MK and Injustice Tours. Uh, and then I started doing a little bit more behind the scenes. Um, I started with learning how to program the overlays for the scoreboards and stuff that you see. So... Uh, a lot of the large tournaments that you see out there, uh, you know, I did a lot of the programming to make those things go. Uh, and then in 2019, uh, when they started the dojo uh, system for the Tekken World Tour, uh, kind of last minute, I, uh, no one locally was really running one, and I didn't want anyone to lose the chance for points that last month. So I was like, fuck it, I'll run a tournament. Uh, so I ran a Tekken <laughs> tournament and uh, continued on running Mishima Monthly through 2019. Uh, nice. And then at the start of 2020, like an absolute genius, I invested a shitload of money in offline tournament setups. 
to <laughs> continue running Mishima Monthly oh. and my new flagship uh, anime tournament, Shoujo Senshi Senjo, and uh, we, we got set up for that. Uh, and found out that the night before, a Smash player had been there who had tested positive. So, you know, before the first event, we tore it all down. Uh, as oh, people no. were pulling up in the parking lot, we had to, you know, explain oh, no. that uh, that the place was shutting down, and we were uh, going to go ahead and nix the tournament. Uh, thankfully, you know, we had a pretty good time moving it offline, and most of my last 18 months has been probably more as a TO uh, than as a streamer. Um, but, yeah, so... And then, then we're here uh, today. Thankfully, uh, here. You, know, you guys uh, are throwing commentator cup. Uh, one of the first times, uh, not, you know, the streaming is really good for me, right? I have a very carved out niche in the community. My role is established. People know the things that I'm good at. Uh, you yeah, know, right. I, so, I, I so, can find, I can find the work. So before um, we go on there, I mean, let, yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. So, I mean, you know, obviously there's NLBC for New York. There's Wednesday Night Fights for SoCal for the longest of time. You've been doing the Chicago local for basically years, right? Like, Yeah, what? it's it's getting close to a decade. Um, I, I will say, I think I, I, I mean, I came in relatively late, uh, probably three, you know, two to three years before, uh, after Spooky and the Level Up series channels were already kind of well-established and had their bases. And I, and I think the Midwest is especially at the time uh we weren't getting the shine uh i think that's less of an issue these days you know we still joke about coastal bias but i think people these days know who our strong players are were before mm -hmm. some of it was that our strongest players were not in street fighter or marvel right our strongest players were in guilty gear uh we had in soul caliber we had absolute killers uh you know uh, we, I think it was Hawkeye and uh, Lost Prophet, I think, uh, back in the day here. like we, we had some very strong players in games that weren't the main stage games. So we weren't always thought of as like one of those those big scenes up there right. with the East Coast and the West Coast. And <laughs> kind of the, 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 Hold the, that 60-bit. Yeah, the, the, the stream views sort of... Uh, yeah, I, I saw six of me in the show. I mean, that's a good example, right? We had we were like the competitive hub of MK9, uh, you know, in in the country for a good amount of time, uh, and then all of them ended up working at NetherRealm, so nobody knows they play games anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, they're they're not, I mean, nobody's allowed to. I feel like that's actually most of the people who were really heavily playing uh, in my day. That's we we all just kind of work in in the field now. Uh, and, well, I mean, and like when for, we can. For example, you know, with NLBC, with Wednesday Night Fights, what is the Midwest one called? Like, name some of the best players that you that are coming from the area and such. You know, just just uh, to give the people in the chat, you know, some more information about that. Yeah, so we've been mostly uh, most of our biggest locals have been at Ignite Gaming Lounge. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been called FGC Meetups for the last few years. It went by a few different names. You know, we rebranded it a few times, but. Uh, we have, I think, grown in a lot of games. Of course, with Strive, our Guilty Gear scene has been coming back really strong, and we still have, you know, the Elven Shadows and the Black Snakes and, you know, all these these legacy names. Yeah. Uh, our Street Fighter players came up really well, especially in the Midwest. You know, we're going to claim him. He's not Chicago, but Dual Kevin would drive to Ignite from Indianapolis, right? <laughs> he would I, I, I figure you can claim who plays at your local, right? Yes, that, that, no, that's, absolutely, that's I, 100%, 100%. That's the way I believe it. You know, Macho, yeah, people saw him get uh, top five in uh, Evo NA uh, the other day, then proceeded to, to come back and, uh, you know, beat one of his demons, uh, DPS, who had been running the first month or so of the Strive mm -hmm. tournaments, had been winning every week. 
you know, uh, my good friend Zach in the Box is, you know, shown really well in a lot of games. Uh, of course, we had, uh, you know, Cool Kid making a big splash in Street Fighter V a few years back. Uh, notable cross Tekken player before that. Uh, we, we had, the, like, the Chicago scene has definitely had our strong players. We've also had GLB, uh, you know, we've, we've had... Uh... Oh, no, no. <laughs> take, take that back right now. Take that back. Take that back right now. GL who? I said... GL... As... I said GL. separately from our best players, separate uh, from our good ones. You know, we we had great players, and we had GLB and Spriggan, and they were they were, there, uh, they were also okay. players. Okay. They were also players. <laughs> all right, okay, I'll, I'll no, accept that. I'll I accept think that. I think I would say that um, Midwest historically, we we did have a lot of the like genuine two one. It was close those right where we would have our best player would show up and they would really put a scare into a very good player at a tournament and that would happen on a regular basis but it was kind of like that for right. you know someone gets out of pools they go really far they but they they're just outside of that like top 8 top 16 range yeah uh, my buddy heroic legacy in chat yeah uh, mentioned our Tekken players as well we have shadow 20 z's a little bit further south uh, south of the city uh, cuddle core in the the west suburbs uh, have some super strong Tekken players actually um so yeah uh we have but, uh you know ducketer uh skullgirls two-time yeah, yeah, yeah. skullgirls champion uh very proficient in a bunch of games and uh gave no. me the best fighting game advice of my life where oh. he was behind me coaching me for one of my matches uh, i tried something really cool and i dropped it and he taps me on the shoulder and he leans in and he goes do what you did there just be less bad at it uh and <laughs> like, just deadpan and just it and he's an evil champion how do you argue with that what do you what <laughs> <laughs> like that's clearly the answer. Thanks, man. That's amazing, dude. Oh, I'll work man. on that. Whatever yeah, I, version I, I, of just, that is, like, I'll, oh, I'll work okay. on it. I'll, I'll try. Oh, I'll try man. be being less bad next time. Yeah, but I mean, here. Oh, Mighty Mar. Oh, dude, yeah, Mighty Mar, Shadows in here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, also uh, though, best Anacharis in the world. Uh, only possibly, but still also the best. The man who can. Uh, I believe he's the only person I know who can do training mode against himself with both hands. I'm confident that. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever the the Nickelodeon All Stars or whatever comes out, he'll be able to do like a four player party game if he uses his feet. I think he could go against himself with all four of them pretty hey, look, easily. He he's in the same class as uh, Sakurai himself. Okay, because <laughs> uh, that's what we we need to we need to arrange those two players playing like a cross tech and scramble mode match against each other, right? Where they both have to control both characters at the same Dude, time. I think that's that's the kind so of stuff we need. Amazing. <laughs> But I did want to point out, though, because, you know, NLBC and Wednesday Night Fights had been not only, you know, hogging a lot of the spotlights in terms mm -hmm. of players, but for commentators as well. Now, yeah. obviously, thanks to your stream, which you've been doing every week, you know, you've had some commentators make it out of there and yeah, get this to really it, big it, names. Talk to me that's about probably Saint something Cola, I helped dude. with more. That Talk was cool. to Not me just about Saint Actually, uh, I do want to bring up before that uh, nobody exe who's a regular on my channel. Mm. We got him to do. Uh, we got him on Evo uh, Blaze Blue Top Eight. Uh, that, that was a really big kind of a win, for, you know, for us. Uh, of course, uh, Tupperware had been in there for Marvel. We had, uh, you know, getting out to the Midwest. Uh, my friend Black Rose, who we had mentioned before, he had mm -hmm. done KOF uh, Top Eight uh, at Evo before. Uh, we definitely had sent you know, Midwestern, uh, Midwesterners out there. St. Cola, uh, you know, he, he was just a, a guy who came and asked if he can get in the mic and I'm pretty open with the mic, right? I lay down the rules of, you know, here's what you can and can't say. Uh, you don't do the thing. And, uh, from there he just kind of ground on it. And, uh, it is important to me as, as like the streamer for the weekly, uh, 
the players, you know, show up to practice for the weekly, right, to get prepared for tournaments. I come there for a few reasons. One, I'm practicing for myself, right? Sometimes I'm trying new stream tech. Sometimes I'm trying new hardware, uh, different things. And I need to practice myself. I need to make sure right. I'm not rusty when it oh. comes time to do a big tournament. By the uh, way, by the way, oh, yeah. just want to interrupt real quick. And you mentioned the stream stuff and I wanted to say something earlier, but the only reason why I, I've written all of these layouts and all this stuff for our own stream, is this man right here. He's the one who taught me. Yeah, how I, to do I, all basically, I made a tutorial because when I had to learn how to do it, there were no resources at all, and you know, it was uh, far. You know, like mm -hmm. all right, here's some basics. I got I got some things to sort of break down backwards and reconstruct, uh, and. Uh, but the same thing, right? When I have an idea for something, I need somewhere to test bet it to make sure it works mm -hmm. before I'm sure. like, you know, Makes go sense. to Seguia, like, let's toss, toss this in Tech and World Tour online. Let's try this out, right? <laughs> uh, I have to know how that stuff works first. Right. So, uh, but aside from that, you know, you can't replicate playing in a tournament by not playing in a tournament, right? The nerves that creep in and everything. So a lot of what I think is important for me, I bring my big lights and my expensive cameras and everything out each huh. week because I want to recreate that feeling of playing on a stage at a major. I want the players to have the lights blasting in their face, people screaming in their ears, poor sound, you know, at the station. I, I want the setup to feel the way that it's going to when they get on stage at a major because the only way you get past those nerves. I think the real secret a lot of people don't really say is you never stop being nervous, you know, in tournament yes. settings. Uh -huh. You learn how to execute while you're nervous. Yes. And I want uh -huh. them to to get the reps in and to practice. And the same right. thing went for the commentary, right? It's just it's right. just reps. Uh St. Cola definitely took that to the extreme. He took full advantage <laughs> yeah. uh, of the pandemic. I mean that man was working like six tournaments a week, uh, you know, on a, a on a light week. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> And but he still he still comes through and he does you know he would still be at the waifu dome he'd still come through on Saturdays and and do the Grand Blue local weekly with me right uh, he you know we we did uh, we did uh, Grand Blue a couple weeks ago together uh, at Ignite you know he came through to the local weekly so uh, it, it's it's always nice for me to not just see my friends do well but also to know that I put a platform that I built to some sort of good use right I I've and I've done reasonably well for myself I'm one of the few people who can say like. I get paid. It's not my day job, but the amount of time I put into fighting games, I get paid for usually. Uh, but sure, sure. I don't want to stop at that. I want to take some of the stuff that I built and spread it around, and you know, help the community well, yeah. around and I mean, me grow up. You've given you've given some commentators, uh, you know, a platform to grow. But now you're in Commentator Cup, and yeah, so... these guys are your enemies. So <laughs> yeah, tell me, so... tell me how that feels. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, you know, the, the, just the necessity of like, uh, when I do the waifu dome, I, I play in it, I stream it and I commentate it. It makes sense. It's my tournament, right? Like I, I, I just kind of do everything. Uh, so I've been commentating a lot more and I, uh, getting to the point where I'm lo been looking, you know, only commentate sometimes, right? Like commentate for other events sure. and stuff, uh, for commentator cup. Uh, I mean, the big thing to me, why I was kind of stoked when you guys asked me is I do do all this stuff, right? I do the streaming, yeah. I do the programming, I do the TOing. Uh, I, I help with so much stuff in the background that uh, sometimes people forget that I'm still a competitor, right? Uh, yeah, people true. aren't, I'm not the person who people ask to grind matches, right? Or to, to, to sit down with and play at locals because they all just assume I'm busy or, you know, you know, or I am busy, things like that. <laughs> I don't get to still be 
a competitive player, which at the end of the day, that's, right. that's why I do this still. I'm still a competitive person. I'm com you see that in my streams, you know, everything I do, I'm mm -hmm. always trying to, you know, flex a little bit and one up people and things. It's, it's, <laughs> it's something that, uh, I carry the, the, my feelings as a player into the streaming. And what I'm trying to do as a stream is recreate the way it feels to be in the building, right? I'm not worried about all the eSports stuff and all the glitzy animation. The big thing to me is I want someone to understand what they're missing by watching the tournament. I want to have some rough yelling in the back of their ears. I want to have, you know, people being degenerates in the corner, maybe a couple dollar bills waving that probably shouldn't be on screen, you know. Uh, that That's the stuff that's important to me. I want, I want to bring that atmosphere of what it's like in the building as, as a player, because I know what it feels like to be a player, right. and I know what it's like to, to have that competitive feeling. So uh, I will say the my biggest worry is that uh, I know at least two, maybe three of them play Leo, and uh, Strive is my first Guilty Gear game, right? I, I did start okay. with Arxis games. Uh, I was significantly better at Street Fighter Four than I was at Blaze Blue, so I kind of like naturally ended up mm. spending more of my time. Gotcha. Um, but since Street Fighter 4 ended, I've been playing a lot more Blaze Blue. Grand Blue ended up becoming my main game for the time being. Uh, and I have been playing a lot of Strive, and I feel at home. Like, I'm like, oh, this is Guilty Gear. And then Leo happens, and I'm like, this is what they do? This is this is what Guilty Gear players That's, think is fun? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, cool. This, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean that that you. that's that's the thing, right? So in other words, how important is it to you? In other words, do you want us to rig the bracket so you go up against Saint Cola first round? How important is it to you to body Saint Cola first round? And I'm gonna say the opposite. I could go either way with anyone. I specifically want to make sure on the on the other side from Sejam because I have currently a 100% lifetime winning record in tournament against Sejam that I would like to keep intact. Uh, so I would rather make sure that I don't have to face him. Wow. Oh, so I can hold that until we die. Uh, then you say Cola, sure, yeah. Like I'll, if I'll you see you're oh. about to, if you're about to run into Sejam, you're gonna lose the previous yeah, round. Okay. Oh, you're telling me you're gonna, you're gonna take you know, the dive. Yeah, yeah. It's you know like a like a Metroidvania. I'm just gonna be like whoop under, you know, come around the other side or something. <laughs> Uh, we, we, uh, Wizard World Tulsa, um, I'm pretty sure I hit him with like the stupidest Mika mix up I know too. That was the same tournament that I hit a 10 year old with an unblockable super setup. Uh, Good job. And, and, you know, you can say what you want, but I got fourth place and made like 300 bucks that weekend. So like, whatever. <laughs> you're going to learn today, son. Money on that little kid's yeah. head. I told the kid he shouldn't have given me, uh, given me, you know, CA or a V meter. I was like, if you just, you know, you're the one who gave me Nadeshko. I you bodied want? that kid. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's funny, too, because uh, you brought it up. I actually wanted to bring it up as well. David still, every time he sees someone like Fudo use that mm -hmm. unblockable meter setup, he always still calls it yeah, Callisto. Thank God, thank God for David uh, being quick on the draw on that one. I, re I remember distinctly when Fudo did that, because it was like two or three years after I found it, but no one, no big names had ever really done it. Right. Uh, uh, so he, he immediately recognized that that was my setup and, and kind of had the receipts for me, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that that was that was very helpful for me. Uh, you know, the the nobody ever did my Street Fighter Four special either, which was uh, a safe jump from uh, jump canceling a taunt 
Uh, that that was like the big thing I was known for finding in Street Fighter Four was That's right. I, I tried to find out what the stupidest thing I could do to make my friends mad uh, was, <laughs> and it ended up being uh, jump canceling a taunt into a safe jump. That's right. I remember you showing me that before someplace. I don't remember. Yeah, but... it, was, it probably I think it was Evo Japan. Uh, or might have been. Might have been. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, but I mean like. How much do you enjoy having the role that you have now in the FGC, being one of the main streamers and, you know, being the guys creating a lot of the overlays? Like I said, I mean, you've taught me a lot and mm. it's been super helpful. I mean, trust me, the first time I looked at it, I was like, I have no idea how this works. I, and I you, you sat me down a, at Frosty Fouse. Yeah. Sometimes, right? Like there's definitely... Uh, it feels good to know that people will trust me with things that they don't want messed up. At the same time, there's definitely sure. times where they're like, uh, here's this, you know, we have this sick idea. The, the first time I did the combo breaker overlays, right? And I'm watching top eight from the crowd and I'm like, please, God, don't let something break. Like, you know, don't <laughs> the, like they go to change the score and it's just everything shits its pants. Like that's uh, right. so, you know, it, I, I think that 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 little bit, that imposter syndrome line is always oh, going to yeah, be there. Like course. I'm always going to, you know, uh, I have a very fighting game player mentality of there's always going to be someone better and you're never actually good enough. No, even if you're the mm -hmm. best at what you're doing. Uh, so I, I, uh, I really like that I have my place cut out. It's also nice to like not have to win a tournament to get paid for going to it. That's probably the best part, <laughs> honestly. Uh, hey, commentator that here, hard. I can confirm. I can yep. confirm. Yep, I walk in the building, I'm getting paid no matter what. Yeah. All you suckers yeah. got to fight for it. <laughs> and then, you know, if I'm lucky, I get a sneak away and there's a, you know, there's a side tournament for Ultra or something and, you know, and get yeah. to get to have some Speaking fun. Speaking of which, too. we have a money match we never finished. Oh, you didn't catch these hands. <laughs> oh, okay. was that what, Numicon? We, uh, uh, dude, it was somewhere where we got interrupted mid set. Yeah, we, uh, what game and what uh, was the score? I, I don't, four, I honestly, it was don't 4 remember. 1 me, and it was a first you to could five. Say, you could have said it was it 5 0. Oh. I, I, yeah. I have no idea. It's so long ago. No, we both, uh, but chances are it was 4 1 me. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, no, you were playing Blanca. It was pretty ugly. Uh, <laughs> Can we well, can we rerun that here on Ultra Chen as part of the commentary? Not online. I, I, Ultra Street Fighter Four does not exist. Oh, online. okay, yeah, we, fair we enough. We can we can <laughs> run it back in, in, we in twenty twenty three when we you uh, the game when we're back. more than anyone on earth. You were online all the time. I remember. That doesn't mean that I thought it was good. Also, a lot of it was that other guy that people think is me. The guy who's always talking shit in the Twitch chats. The one who's like one one L and two eyes or whatever. That's uh, the Kareen player. Uh, I played Kareen for like a week in Street Fighter V trying other characters. And every time someone smoked me, they're like, wow, I can't believe I beat you. I was like, yeah, man, tell all your friends. Like, that was definitely me, the good Kareen player. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I mean... Uh... I mean, you did plug yourself a little bit earlier, but feel free to plug yourself and all the all the cool yeah. stuff that you've been doing and everything like that. So and talk so the about the that. at's the same on uh, you know Twitter is probably the place to follow me the most. Uh, the Twitch is the same. BG Callisto. Uh, right now, every Friday, uh, I'm doing FGC meetups, except for Friday the 17th because you guys are making me skip the local to you know beat up St. Cola, whatever. Oh uh, no! You know uh, this Friday, <laughs> I would actually super appreciate if people checked out because they are running. Uh, my two favorite 
games. Uh, we're running Ultra Street Fighter 4 and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus on the same oh, night. Nice. Uh, so I'm super excited for that. They're probably the only two games that have like really fit me as a player. Uh, so I'm very excited to play Street Fighter 4 this weekend. Uh, there is... Um, <laughs> Uh, what else do I have coming up? Uh, on October 23rd, uh, we're going to have uh, part of Low Kicks Roundhouse. Uh, Shoujo Senshi Senjo is finally going to happen offline. I'm going to be running Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, BB Tag, and BBCF. Nice. Uh, so that'll be at Ignite Skokie. Uh, and I do have some more stuff coming up uh, that we're working on. I can't, uh, I can't let it out of the bag just Reveal yet. it now, Howard. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do it. Exclusive Only I, on Ultra Channel. If, if we had literally any details outside of like, yes, this thing exists, which was solidified about like three hours ago. So, uh, you know, just, just... Heroic Legacy says more cooking streams. Is it true Yes. that you are an amazing cook, even when one drunk, and you like to wave sharp knives around all the time? All of those things are true. I'm yeah. a phenomenal cook while, uh, yeah, David witnessed it. I was like absolutely crossfaded in the kitchen waving knives while talking. It's not like a, a, a weapon thing, right? I'm just kind of Italian. When you talk my I'm hands terrified. in your hand, it still happens. I'm terrified uh, of sharp objects and knives in the hands of other people, so I would not be anywhere near that. So. Oh, yeah. No, I was, wa I was waving it like I was giving a boardroom presentation, like you know, <laughs> over, over here. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd be hiding under the table. <laughs> the food was good. The food was good. Uh, I will eventually have more cooking streams. Uh, I'm in in the middle of uh, cabling this new house to be able to do a lot of really cool right. stuff. So we okay. have a giant basement. Uh, it's going to be used for some invitational tournaments. I am my. I think my end goal is I'm trying to rig it up so that you know we have a match arena with stretch goals, and the stretch goals are basically if we hit n amount of dollars i just cook a specific dish for everyone that's there and i'm gonna have stuff upstairs the way the the cabling is laid out is i can sort of transition to a fully separate show upstairs so i'll be able to literally like pause the tournament and just fire up a cooking show in the middle that's of the amazing, kitchen dude. and then return oh. to the tournament the, honestly the entire gag i want out of all this isn't even the transition for the stream it's having you know the the obs.ninja on my phone and somebody has to follow me up the stairs like the Mori cameraman like I'm gonna be running up the stairs and they gotta run with me like up to the kitchen uh, that's pretty much the entire punchline I'm trying to get out of this so I'm spending probably like five digits on trying to make it nice. happen but it'll be worth it I, I'm sure I'm sure too <laughs> well that would be on twitch.tv slash bg Callisto right yeah of course well, James? Uh, you can also find uh, Big Willie you know, if you're looking for the premium content, you can hit us up. Look at that right there. Ah, kitties. I'm jealous. My cat is in my bedroom, I think. <laughs> He's well, definitely uh, not out here with me. I definitely also ask everybody this question at the end. You said where the BG comes from. That is from Final Fantasy XI. Mm -hmm. You never got hooked into fourteen, did you? Thank God, no. I played it at launch, and I was Thank very God. fortunate that that was the worst MMO ever made when it first right. came yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's what got me out of my MMO addiction, uh, actually, and, and that's sort <laughs> that's of how I how I was good. able to play fighting games. Uh, well, uh, so that uh, the Callisto part. Um, so uh, when I first went to sign up for Final Fantasy XI, that was the first place I used the Callisto name. Uh, okay. I had actually tried to sign up for some. Japanese term for big boobs. I think it was like Dekapai or something. Uh, and the word, the, the the filters for the names were like surprisingly good. The of course you version, did. It was like, yeah, no, we can't do that. 
Uh, you know, it's just, just normal, the things you do when you're in your twenties, right? You try to sign up for games with booby names. And, uh, <laughs> as, as you also do when you're in the twenties, I had a drug addicted artist living on the couch and he rolls over. He's like, why don't you try Callisto? It's the moon of Jupiter. And I was like, sure. What the fuck? Let's try it. And there you go. Uh, th- that's how it happened. <laughs> Literally. A really... heroin addict was like, Hey man, try Callisto. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. Cool. So you're, na- you're named after the moon of Jupiter. Not the, mi- like the, yes, most hardcore... not the mythological figure either. I had no idea that the, the Callisto, like the uh, Greek mythology Callisto that got turned into a bear or whatever. I would have been against it. I, I'm terrified of bears. I would have. I, I have a very strict <laughs> anti-bear stance, so I uh, would not have gone for that if I knew that otherwise. That is, that is definitely the most hardcore name origin story <laughs> we've had so far. I know, right? So that's cool. Oh, man. <laughs> Awesome. It was just well, normal stuff. I thought everyone had a had a guy on the couch, right? Like you just saw half baked way too many times, man. That's how apartments. Not work. everybody has a guy on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Most people don't, I'd say. Well, well, wish I knew that then. Hindsight's yeah. <laughs> well, twenty twenty, man. What can you do? Uh, well, you know what? BG Callisto is a very, very cool sounding name. So there you go. I think it rolls off the tongue. It, it well, works so. off even better now because especially in the Grand Blue community, the, the BGs being the opposite of the GGs. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. Before you, before you go to, and before I forget, where did your YouTube channel name come from? Oh, I just, uh, I, I, uh, obviously it's a semi Ferris Bueller reference, right? Sa- the Sausage King is, uh, is my YouTube. Uh, I actually just am a giant fan of encased meats. I, I consume <laughs> large amounts of pork sausage just in general. Uh, All and right. then the, the, the Sausage, that's just Chicago pronunciation, right? Is a, a mm. I, I have a few friends who have like the deep chicago uncles that sound oh. like the super fan skit right the the, the first time yeah. i walked into somebody's house and his uncle's like hey why don't you go in the back give me a t- couple two tree old styles at the back huh uh, i was like wow that's real that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a thing uh, so that, that guy was big into sausages as well did Sass- you did you make that youtube channel with like the intention to like have sausage cases oh no that was uh <laughs> I, I think the first things I uploaded were like uh like dead space glitches or something. I think that I just had right. I yeah, it was something random. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, well, thank you for stopping by here. We definitely yeah, wish you me. luck at the commentator cup. We apologize that we're forcing you to cancel your local that day, you know, so you can beat up on St. Cola and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, it's something you, you got to do it sometimes, right? right. The, the important thing is actually, since he would be someone commentating with me, uh, you're canceling his local as well. So we're entering on an even playing ground. When I <laughs> up. So yeah, I, I mean, I part. feel like at this point, everybody just wants to see St. Cola go 0-2. Nobody wants to see him I win. Everybody... I want to beat him, but I want him to beat everyone else because then that makes my win more meaningful. That's <laughs> Wow. They, that that that's how that's how the transitive property works, right? Is if you beat the person who won, you basically won. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. Uh, so that's that, yeah. that's, that's right. what you need to do. Saint Cola, Sejam, first round, got it. Okay, we're, yeah. we're 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 hooking that up. So. Well, I already I already told them I was going to do that anyways. Or Ryan Hunter, I think actually. Oh, <laughs> I think you. So what I think, I don't really care of the order. Uh, and maybe there's another Ryan that I that I just don't know their their all their first names off the top of my head. There needs to be some sort of Ryan Gauntlet, right? Like yeah. me, Saint Cola. And Ryan Hunter need to all play each other in some sort of succession. Yeah, there's is Saint Cola's real Ryan name Ryan? 
His name is Ryan. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't uh, know that. I don't think I knew that. Didn't mean to expose him on stream, but yes, it makes you things worked very, with very him confusing. before. You've commented. I know, but all I do is just call him Saint Cola, dude. I just, I just found go, out his wow. name's not Saint. I'm like what? Dude, oh, I mean, like That's Ryan incredible. Hunter's name isn't Ryan Hunter, so you know. Well, yeah, but just the Hunter part. Right. Oh, you least know the guy's first name. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. Saint Cola. Anyways, thanks for stopping by again. Really appreciate yeah. it. Looking forward to your performances at Commentator Cup. And again, yeah, looking forward to it. Check out the Midwest stream, twitch.tv slash BG Callisto. Uh, a lot of strong players out there. The Midwest scene is obviously uh, very, very talented. So check that out. We the best. <laughs> Peace. Later. Later, Ryan. So there we go. Oh, dang, your camera is, yeah, let's see if we can tweak. There we go. Tweak that. Okay. But yeah, no, shout outs to Callisto again. He is the man who taught me all of this stuff on how to use the stream control, how to create all the layouts, and even the folder format that I use for all the layouts is still based on what he did. So, you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just basically at Frosty Faustings in 2019, I was like, I want to do this. I want to learn how to do this. Show me how to do this. And Show me just, the ways. Yeah, and he literally sat me down. And what was beautiful about what he explained to me is just like, I didn't understand how all the pieces fit together. And he was just able to make it super clear. And now here you go. This this whole overlay that we have is thanks to Callisto. So there you go. Well, and to, of course, Rick. So obviously all of my overlay stuff comes from Midwest, right? So the only thing not Midwest on the stream right now is me <laughs> and my background <laughs> everything else here is midwest okay i already so, said it man we the best yeah mid mid best right so there you go facts <laughs> all right let's move on to the next topic over here uh some fun stuff happened over this weekend and uh want to talk about this uh shout outs to ifc yipes of course running a bunch of the can opener series of events and uh basically uh happened organically they ran a guilty gear tournament marn i believe won the tournament and yeah. beat hotashi in the tournament and basically started calling Hotashi out and basically saying that he was the best in the U.S., yes. right? Yeah. And so Hotashi, you know, shot back and then it just got set up into this first of 15 money match. Well, you know, that's also that's also when previously Hotashi had beat Marn in the grand finals of two tournaments in the same day. Right. So right. Hotashi right. yeah. had already bodied Marn twice in one day. And then Marn takes one tournament, and you know, then he popped off, and blah blah blah. So yeah, that did turn into the a, a first of fifteen. And of course, you know, Yipes of the MVC two background decided to uh, set that up as a first yeah. of fifteen exhibition uh, that took place this past weekend. Marn and Hotashi played. It was Giovanna versus uh, Nagoriyuki. Nagori and uh, Marn went out to a big lead. I think it was like four to one or something like that. But eventually, Hotashi adapted and was able to win the turn, win the exhibition fifteen to twelve. And it was yes. really hype. It was a really, really cool. Yeah, it match. was a good set. Did you actually get a chance to watch it? I watched the whole thing. Yeah, every bit same. of it. Yeah. 
And uh, and they were playing for two hundred dollars too. It wasn't just for bragging rights. They had money on the line. And it got to like eight hundred dollars in Matcherino. Oh yeah, too, the right? Matcherino exploded. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know, so they originally had their own two hundred on the line, and then right. Yipes did Yipes did what Yipes does and got a Matcherino thing involved. And yeah, so they ended up both like profiting. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And you know, one of the uh, we were talking about this before the show, maybe potentially turning this into a five five Ultra Chen thing. But you know, I just wanted to talk about like this organic rivalry and stuff and how much how important i think it is for the fgc to have this kind of thing you know yeah. obviously there's worries of people getting too angry or personal or toxic or whatever like that but you know in my opinion having this kind of rivalry especially created organically between these two like this and then you saw it like uh yipes said that this was the second highest total viewers that he's ever had he had like Seven thousand viewers, to like seven thousand something, yeah. But let's get into why he had seven thousand viewers. <laughs> so Hotashi, Hotashi beats Marn fifteen to twelve, like you said. Yep. And so Yipes brings him on Discord. They have a quick chat, and Hotashi says, "I tell, I'll take on all challengers any amount, anytime. I'm here. Call me, hit me up, tweet me." And guess who steps up to the plate immediately? Of course, it's Punk. Of right. course it's punk. <laughs> of anybody in the FGC right now, of course it's punk. So, yeah, punk throws punk. out the challenge. And punk also back. punk apparently also had a small beef with Hotashi as well because Hotashi lost the punk in a tournament, and apparently Hotashi ranted afterwards that he was being carried yes. by Soul, and you know that he wasn't really that strong, etc. So punk. Like had it kind of personal. He was like he wanted to play for like five hundred, a thousand dollars and stuff. And yeah, yeah. I mean, so Hotashi agrees to a two hundred fifty dollar match, first of fifteen, right away. And this is after a lot of shit talk, a lot of shit talk yeah. between the two players. If 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 you're gonna pick a winner based on shit talk alone, Punk bodied Hotashi. It was rough. <laughs> you could you could tell that Punk was an experienced shit talker, and Hotashi was new at it. But right. you know, he did well, his best. The interesting thing too was that Hotashi, even before the match started, apologized for. He did. Yeah. yeah what? Saying, <laughs> you don't punk. approve. You don't Hotashi. approve of the apology. Come to me, man. I will teach you. I will show you the ways. I will give you the tech. You train me in Guilty Gear, I'll teach you how to talk shit. You'll never get bodied like that again, I promise. Come to Tupperware, I got you. Because, man, you cannot apologize while you're shit talking. That's not how that works, bro. Oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, but uh, he, they did end up playing. And, you know, uh, Punk went up like 5-1 early on and then punk basically said in the chat like he's not getting more than five games but yeah it, punk punk was teabagging punk was talking shit on his uh on his stream he was watching yipes and hotashi stream in between games to see what they were both saying and commenting on it this was like top tier entertainment it was so good it was incredible like and and that's why Yipes had those views because like this right. actually you you talked a lot about organic rivalry that was like I I felt like it was 2011 again Dude, like that was just of, like it just it was happened. so good it was so good 
It was literally out of nowhere. Like Yipes was like, we did not have this plan at all. Like it just happened. And I mean, shout outs to Hotashi, by the way, who won a tournament. Yes. Then played Marn yep. in the first of 15 and then played yep. Punk in the first of 15 and held his yep. own 15 he to did. 11. He did lose the Punk. But by the end of the stream, he had streamed for nine hours straight. And then right yeah, after losing exhausted. after losing to Punk, he immediately started reviewing his matches. Like he Hard just, worker. Yeah, he was Hard not. Hard worker, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, shout outs to him. He he played a lot of Guilty Gear uh, that oh, day. I'm, there is <laughs> there is no shame in how he played Guilty Gear that day right. and, and how long he played. It was just the shit talk that was rough. Everything else, <laughs> great stream, great level of play. Like, I mean, Hotashi was so impressive, man. Yeah. I honestly thought he was going to beat Punk. I was like, he's going to go and beat Punk now. Like, he's going to like put his foot down. Right. But I think all of that that happened, obviously, is so good for the fighting game community. Mm -hmm. And Punk winning just opens up a discussion. It doesn't – Hotashi wins and shuts the door. Hotashi's best in America. It's done, I think. Mm -hmm. But Punk mm -hmm. beating Hotashi, even in the state that he was in of – playing for like nine hours and winning tournaments and then having a stressful money match. And even in the state that he was in <laughs> punk winning opens up the door for the discussion yeah. of is punk one of the best players or the best player in guilty year two. Like, yeah, I mean, hey, was... look to be fair. P punk said he was a little tipsy. He was drunk. Right. But we just heard from Callisto that there can be a power up as well. So you yeah, know. <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, <laughs> He definitely had, like, the mental guard break on Hotashi, I think. Yeah. Coming uh, into the set. Mm -hmm, Punk mm -hmm. didn't really have much to lose. If he lost, whatever. But if he won, he had a lot to gain. And yeah. Hotashi had to have been exhausted. Like, that's yeah. a, that's a but, bad place to, to be in. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, though, I mean, this was – it was just – I felt like it was so good. And it was great to have Yipes kind of at the helm of it because Yipes yeah, it was, was cool. part of that MVC2 community, man. And those rivalries, like – I feel like we're missing that a little bit in the we FC. Are. We are you know? missing, dude. But I, mean, I mean, like... I, I will say this, and I know you're going to throw up a hallelujah and, like, you know, <laughs> praise be and all this stuff like that. That is the thing that is missing the most from the FGC without a Marvel versus Capcom game in our community. Oh, yeah. At the I, forefront. I mean, honestly. That's not even like a hallelujah. That's, like, the most obvious thing in the world. <laughs> That's like very obvious that when Marvel Three kind of faded away from the limelight, that money matches stopped. Yeah, in all games, in all mm -hmm, games, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there wasn't money matches anymore. There was like a lot of hugs and try harder next time, buds. There wasn't. I mean, don't there wasn't me rivalry anymore. Not there's not no, in the same way. There's nothing wrong with hugs, but still, no, no it's cool. Right, I'm yeah. just saying there was a lot more of that and a lot less. I hate you. Yeah, let me show you how much I hate you with my ability in this fighting game. Right. Uh, that just didn't really it just yeah. went away so yeah i, I feel again, like it's super obvious and you know obviously that that set between hotashi and punk was very good but i know i don't want to leave marn out of the conversation as well because marn did take that first set to 15 to 12 with giovanna who's supposedly a kind of a bad matchup uh versus nagoda yuki and, you know, a lot of people don't know. There's a lot of the memes of Marn killing Guilty Gear. You know, Marn was a... 
he he has a different history with Guilty Gear in that he was an Evo top eighter more than once. You know, once in yeah, the team twice. tournament, once just you know naturally at, in the top eight in in Guilty Gear as well. He's had a long uh, history with it. In fact, even though he was kind of originally Marnito, named after Magneto, he was more known for his Guilty Gear Zato play. Uh, than than his Marvel play back in the day. He was one of the yeah. best Guilty Gear players. And it's, you know, kind of neat to see Martin kind of back into, like, uh, like his home game, you know, kind of thing. Sure. So, yeah. uh, and again, you know, shout-outs to, 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 to all three of those players, to Yipes, to everybody putting on an awesome show. And again, like, I hope we can do that. But like I said, I hope it's kind of organic. I really do hope it's organic. And again, you know, as long as it doesn't cross a line, right? You know, obviously, Punk, Hotashi, we're talking trash to each other. And, uh, you know, Punk might have skirted the line a little bit a couple times, but he did keep it mostly like you're trash at the game, like you're garbage in the game. You can't talk smack to me. You can't tell me soul carried me, blah, 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 all this stuff. You know, he did try to keep it mostly in the game. And as long as it stays that way, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's good. Yeah, I it was fine. That was like standard. Talk, <laughs> Morrison, it, it wasn't even necessary that Marn rigged a bracket. From what I remember, what happened was he was running a Guilty Gear bracket. He was tasked with running the Guilty Gear bracket. And anyone who's ever run a bracket and anyone who's ever been a TO will tell you the job sucks. It's thankless. And what I remember hearing was not that he rigged the bracket, is that he just abandoned running the tournament partway through. Yeah, and then when he came back, it was all screwed up, and it yeah. was unsalvageable. <laughs> people that's... that people played that shouldn't have played, like right. three rounds back, it was just you you couldn't fix it. Right, that's what I remember hearing about that, and so he made a mistake. It it happens. <laughs> it happens. But you know, oh uh, yeah. Uh, again, I just thought it was so great. Like watching that, like it it felt like classic fgc to me and you know i know i'm the old man and i'm always talking about how great old fgc is but like i feel like that that's i felt like that that was fun to see you know what i mean seeing that yeah. kind of rivalry that kind of uh uh first to 15 with actual like pride on the line there you know it was cool <laughs> it was super dope yeah it was uh yeah, it's something that's sorely missed in the fighting game community mm-hmm. right now, I think. And, you know, like like I said, man, after Marvel went away, it so did a lot of money matching mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. that type of, like, organic hype. But also, COVID does not help the situation. Oh, yeah. Because how many games can you even play online that you would trust to put significant dollars up for right it's true like it's there's true. just not enough games that like i would be like yeah sure i'll put a thousand dollars on like no way i'll play offline you know but online <laughs> no way guilty gear thankfully enough it's it's pretty damn good to play a game online so it's it's not as big of a deal so maybe we just been waiting on that you know maybe we just needed a game that that's actually possible but. And it sucks too because MVCI has good net code, man. <laughs> it well, does have good net code, but it I know did a lot of other things wrong. Yeah, I know you've kind of soured on the game a lot recently, so. I mean, it's just uh, that's a whole different job. Like, I, I don't hate MVCI. It's just, ugh. 
Marvel three is a better game is all I can really say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to question that Marvel three right now. has. Oh no, there's that. a lot of Marvel infinite players that would question that. Oh yeah. Oh, a okay, lot of, okay, yeah. Okay, a lot okay. of Marvel infinite players really okay. love that game and that's cool. Yeah. You know, that's, that's for them. It's just not for me. Yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, Marvel three, I feel like has now been escalated, elevated into that weird pantheon of like, this game is like one of the best game fighting games of yes. all time kind of thing. Yeah, so. it's, 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 it's up in, it's up in VIP celestial. Yeah. It's one of those games that will be played for years and years, like a super turbo and like an MVC two. And for it's sure. like, you know, like those games, like you can't even talk shit about those games. Like you can only say, I don't like it, but you can never say they're bad games because if you sit there and say like third strike is a bad game, like, trust me, I've, I've tried and like that, that <laughs> did not go well for me. So let's put it that way. So, yeah. Oh man. All right. That's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. All right. Let's do the uh, five five matchups here. Now we only got two five five matchup questions, so there's not going to be any polls or anything. I don't need to show them on Sorry, the screen. Guys. I'm just actually going to just throw it onto the stream right now uh, directly. So let's do the first five five matchup question here. Uh, the question, the full question here we have is, do you think we're still at the point in Strive where we only understand forty percent of the game? And powerful tools like BRC will become more prevalent by this time next year. Random people in FGC culture often think games are figured out in the first few months nowadays. What do you think about Strive? Uh, yeah, I think we haven't tapped even close to its full potential. I There's no way. <laughs> There's just no way. <laughs> I mean, the game is too young. We have a system change patch coming in a month or so mm-hmm. uh in october so yeah no there, there's no way that this game is like 30 percent maybe right. maybe <laughs> if it's at that point uh yeah there's there's way there's way too there's way too much to to discover yeah. and, and to be found yeah no there's of course of course people always think the games are figured out i remember when dragon ball was figured out at the evo build everybody knew it the game was figured out before it even came out like right yeah, and, and, and yeah, no, we're 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 far from that. Far, far, far from that. And the crazy thing too is like I even think even if the game stays the same, I don't even think that we're that far into it. Like I'm, oh, I, yeah, I don't exactly. even like because like I swear BRC usage is gonna change. Like I still yeah he mentions BRC in the question, and I think that that's one of the one of the big ones right there. But even then, like let's compare it to a game like Street Fighter Five. You know, when Street Fighter V came out, remember that, you know, early on, like, Charlie Nash was killing everybody. People thought Ryu was one of the best characters, etc., etc. And by the end of the year, Nash wasn't even in the top seven anymore, you know? And, <laughs> right. you know, Infiltration, remember, he was the Nash king. He went 0-2 at Capcom Cup. Tokido went 0-2 at Capcom Cup. Uh, yeah. And the first year, uh, the game had changed drastically. We weren't playing the game the way we were supposed to be playing with all the throw shimmy, you know, attack mix-ups with the, the the way Street Fighter Five, the frame data ness. We a lot of people were still trying to play it like Street Fighter Four, and I guarantee you, a lot of people are still pl- trying to play Strive like it's Exert. You know what I mean? So I I think that there's a oh no Street so Season Ryu wasn't bad. 
he stayed in the top seven, but he definitely kind of fell off a little bit. And I think if the game had stuck around exactly as it was, I feel like Ryu would have fallen into mid-tier at some point in time. Uh, but for sure, like, uh, we didn't know the game that well, even by Evo that year, and we had been playing it for like four months. I feel like, you know, it, the game evolved a lot, and it was only by season two that we really started figuring out Street Fighter V. I feel like we have a long way to go with Strive. And uh, unfortunately, I can make these claims because we'll never probably find out because it is going to change and balance patches and stuff like that. But I will stick to my guns. Even Street Fighter 4 Season 1, remember, we all thought, like, people thought Gen sucked at first in Season 1. And then when Super came out and Gen got nerfed, everyone was like, why are you nerfing Gen? He sucks. And everybody in San Diego who fought Yeb were like, we know why Gen got nerfed. <laughs> They're like, we definitely know why this character got nerfed. You know, and people were mad because they were like, oh my god, Guile's buffs barely helped him. He sucks. And then he was one of the best characters in Super Street Fighter. You know, we, we've got a lot. And I still believe in, in, in season one. If we played it for longer and longer and longer, Cammy probably would have ended vanilla? up being... Yeah, vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that Cami probably would have ended up being like top three at some point in time once we started Absolutely. figuring out all. Yeah, we would have figured out all the vortexy shit and all the unblockables. Unblockables. Yeah. yeah. Seth unblock with unblockables with stretchy arms. God, no yeah. thanks. I'm good. Yeah, so it's there's a lot of things that are going to change for Guilty Gear. So, I mean, honestly, yes, I, I do think we're still probably at 40%. If if I wanted to be pessimistic, I would say we're 50-60%. But even then, like you said, 30% is even questionable at this point. Yeah, it's, I, it's think, on I the think table. 40 is way too high. Yeah, because, I mean, like... People like I, I was watching Kid Viper stream at one point and he was talking about Faust and he was like, everyone's just trying to play Faust like Strive. I mean, like Exert Faust, like XX Faust. He's like, just watch Nage who says, oh, this is just a different character with similar stuff. And Nage's Faust is kind of gross. And now Faust is buff. Nage, so. Nage said on Twitter that he thinks Faust is a viable character now. Right. And so, so as opposed to was not viable before so <laughs> that's good yep so I, I think that this uh game has a long way to go honestly i, I really do so um oh was it raf and, and not nage sorry oh was it raf Zynac okay knows better. okay gotcha. knows better than i, I <laughs> hey look they're both two of the best uh faust right now rf is ranked yeah. number one right now Jeez. okay well there you go <laughs> faust player is ranked number one there you go. Playing a lot. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will address the second half of this. So random people in the FGC culture often thinks games are figured out in the first few months nowadays. You know, it, it is silly not to admit that we do figure out games way faster than we did before. But, Absolutely. But it's still, we don't like, like you, the Dragon Ball example is a great example right every like sparking was the comeback mechanic we were all trying to use it like x factor at first and then eventually it became first hit sparking kill the character to get you know because it was just such an advantage to to, to be three on two and stuff and that they had to add another comeback factor to replace sparking right <laughs> so there you go yeah okay 
Second 5-5 uh, five, five question here. Let's do this here. Could the outlook on social media of new fighting games being too easy or too simple compared to older iterations be impacting the long-term stay of new players? I should probably change those to single quotes just to be grammatically correct here. So I, I, I don't know what the question is trying to ask me. I think basically, do you because feel if it's like, what I'm thinking, what it is, then no. But yeah, explain it. So what I five. what I think this question is basically asking is the social media circle out there of everyone going, man, fighting games are dumbed down today. They're stupid. Like they're bored. Like man, those old games are so much more complex and better. Do you feel like that's driving away a lot of the new blood that we're getting? Do you feel no. like it's no. it's it's like yeah, like fighting. All right, man. So like. Obviously, Twitter is heavily used by the greater FGC, right? But just because you play fighting games or pick up a new fighting game doesn't mean you're part of FGC Twitter. <laughs> you know, like you could just be reading reviews on these games and the reviews say, oh, this is good for beginners. And you pick up the game because you want to get into a fighting game. You haven't played a fighting game for 10 years. And mm -hmm. now I want to pick up this new one that just came out. Right. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't think so, man. Like, I. I've recently discovered basically that there's a whole different world of the FGC over on YouTube <laughs> and there's a whole different world of the FGC over on TikTok and Twitter <laughs> is its own thing as well. Yeah. And so if people think that like the, the, the Twitterverse is all that's out there, they're, they're not seeing the, the larger scope of right. things, which is not everything is so like black and white, like it is on Twitter FGC to other right other groups of people so yeah no i don't think so at all i think it's kind of ridiculous yeah and plus i mean from my standpoint too is like i i would approach this question from a different angle in that i mean fighting games aren't simpler and too easy these days compared to they were back then you know i mean and i'm an old man i'm a boomer Right. But like, OK, I can go tell you how complex Super Turbo is. Then I can teach you Vega going off the wall and heel balling people to death for 50 percent. And you're going to yep. win a lot of games. You're going to win a lot of games. I'm going to teach you how to care throw and confirm uh, Chun-Li's crouching medium kick. You're going to win a lot of games. Like, I'll teach you those two techniques. You're going to win a lot of games, right? I mean, that's, that's just really what it comes down to. Is Strive simpler than old Guilty Gears? Yes, it is. Is it easier to win as a result? Not really. <laughs> like, no. you know, you're still going to lose the Hotashi. You're still going to lose the players like Punk and stuff like that, you know. Um, as much as everybody says about these games being more random and, you know, helping people who aren't as strong win, like, you just don't see that in tournament results. You just don't, right? I don't. It's the same people winning all... I mean, Marvel... Marvel 3 is the perfect example. When that game was out, all everybody would do was talk about how stupid easy it is to win and how skillless that game was. I couldn't go yep. 2 and 2 at the local, dude. That was my whole goal was to go 2 and 2 and I went 0 oh and 2 and 1 and 2 week after week after week. And I was like this game is not brain dead easy to play, dude. Like it's it's just there not. Isn't. And you know, when it's MVC one of the hardest games to play out there. When MVC2 first came out, that game was 100% designed to be a simpler game. You know, <laughs> MVC3, they made one of the buttons launch to make the game simpler. Dude, it's just no such thing. David has said it many times. There's just no such thing as a simpler fighting game, you know. Even a game like Dive Kick, 
we're going to see the same people winning dive kick over and over and over again. You know, it's it's hard to... It's, it's the best way to put it. I always use the example, like, you can give a sniper rifle to someone who can't really shoot a gun. Will they be able to hit the target pretty well? Yeah, they'll probably do better, but then you give it to somebody who knows how to use a sniper rifle, and then they're going to kill everybody and no-scope everything. And, you know, it's just... No matter what you try to do to make a powerful tool to help beginners, better players will learn how to use that tool better. You know? yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. A uh, bunch of small little topics here going on. Not as much news, but uh, lots of like little cool event stuff here. So Nickelodeon Ooh. All-Star Ball also had announcement at Gamescom. Uh, they said they were going to reveal new characters, and sure enough, they revealed uh, Cat Dog and April O'Neil. Cat Dog, who we joked about, who should be two separate characters. Mighty Mar and uh, Sakurai should play Cat Dog. <laughs> but uh, did, I haven't seen the trailers yet. I didn't get a chance to see them. Did you? Did you manage to see the trailers? I did. I watched it. Uh, it was just one trailer had both the characters oh okay okay gotcha. in a little cat dog section and then a april neil section um april looks cooler in the dot emu <laughs> game <laughs> by a lot but she looked fine whatever uh cat dog was pretty interesting um i they they didn't look uh ice climbery because you can't lose one obviously if one right, goes they yeah. both go uh but it did look like each side had its own special attacks. Mm. So depending on what side your opponent went to was the special attacks you'd be doing. Interesting. Is what it looked okay. like. <laughs> it could be wrong. That's just how it looked to me on the, on the, okay. on the, whatchamacallit, on the trailer. But yeah, the cat dog seemed cool. I, I want to see Ren and Stimpy already, who I think will be ice climbers. That's, that that's my, if, yeah. my guess is you play them both and if one can go and the other one can go and, my yeah. beloved ice climbers. <laughs> How I love your frosty filling. Mm. Anyways, um the uh I I totally lost my train of thought by quoting Ren and Stimpy. All right. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, Ice Climbers, Cat Dog, April O'Neil. I'm I'm God, what was I about to say? Oh, that's right. No, I was going to say this game could potentially give us some of these uh, rivalries because, again, this is a game that has rollback netcode, right? So there you go. Oh, <laughs> they said on supported systems, which mm. who knows what that means. And it was only one of the devs saying that on their Discord. Gotcha. It's not like gotcha. an official announcement. So I'll hold my breath. <laughs> Fair we'll enough. We'll see. Uh, we did have a lot of events going on this week. Uh, Summer Jam was this weekend. Summer Jam happened. Yeah, and it was basically the first in-person major, you know, since COVID, really. I mean, we had Frosty Faustings, and then that's when everything stopped. A lot of people got sick from Frosty Faustings, and now I'm wondering if a lot of those they people sure did. did catch COVID, right? And we just didn't know. Uh, but since then, which is basically... What is it that now? A year and a half, a year and three fourths later, probably. Something like that, man. I don't want to think about Dude, it. Yeah, can't sure. even figure out time anymore. I swear. But um, yeah, uh, finally we had an event, Summer Jam, and it happened. Know, it's 
it is concerning. I did talk to some people who were there on my stream yesterday, and it sounded like it wasn't heavily enforced. Like, I mean, if you watch the streams, you can see people walking with, you know, their nose no. or even an entire face basically sticking out of a mask. Like it. Mm, okay. It's okay. what you expect, man. It's what you expect. Players would go up to play and they'd want to take off their mask, which I understand, but you shouldn't, you know, like I just, yeah, I, but what can you do? What can you do? If you're going to have these events, mm -hmm. you can't police everyone all the time. It's just, it's impossible. So, yeah. So, I mean, but outside of that, I mean, the people that I did talk to who were there said that they enjoyed it, that the tournament was run surprisingly well. Uh, I did hear a little bit of criticisms about some commentary there, but I don't really know much about that. So I got to listen to some <laughs> stuff, and yeah, commentary was rough. <laughs> mm, okay. Wait. Uh, Saki Sakura was actually incredible, though. I did listen to Mortal Kombat Top 8. Oh, and sick. And Saki okay. killed it, and she's actually in the Commentator Cup, too. But yeah. she was incredible. I was, like, super impressed That's by awesome. how strong she was. Now, what, um, Joe in the chat says something about a hotel tweet. What what was that about? Do we know? I did not see anything about a hotel tweet. I okay. honestly was not really involved in social media this like past few days. I just been tuned out. Right, so. right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of taking a break from a lot of things, and so I mean, this obviously both of us when September comes around, we'll both be trying to stream a lot more. Let's just raid each every other day. all day. Let's not even, not even a lot more. It's literally <laughs> every day for me. Besides I'm, the first, I'm not making that promise. You are. You I have am. more power I, than I do. So I, I am going to try. See how it goes, man. Look, I'm telling you, I'm actually going to try to finish Outer Wilds this month. I. I promise so oh three uh, years later i see yeah basically and you know what i'm so stuck at this point in time i may just have to ask for a hint because i just don't i don't know what to even try Bro, i don't, I don't know. even know where you are at this point it seriously has been like a year since you yeah i know right <laughs> oh man but yeah i mean i'm glad people enjoyed it i hope everybody is safe uh from the tournament and everything like that so i hope everybody yeah, is I hope healthy you, man yeah <laughs> Okay. Uh, also this weekend, another in-person event was the Jazzy Circuit finale. Uh, this one I heard was very curated that they didn't let anybody in without masks well, that was, and stuff. That was more of like an invite thing, wasn't right. it? Right. And there you wasn't had to as qualify. Many yeah, I think they, they had yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense to be able to police, you know, 16 people mm -hmm. rather than 600. Yeah, but it was cool because this was streamed by Arturo in super high fidelity again. I mean, he makes those old games look just beautiful. Like the third strike, sure. it's just so clear. But then, I mean, this is the culmination of a two-year thing, Jazzy Circuit. I'm sure it was extended because of COVID. But they've been running Jazzy Circuit qualifiers for a long time now. And uh, finally culminated this, like I know Arlieth was out there, uh, Issei, who was originally from Japan and, you know, was one of the strongest young players who lived in New York for a long time, uh, was there at the event. You know, family fun showed up, five-star Yi Wang showed up to the tournament and actually won the tournament against Issei with Ken versus Young. So wow. five-star showing that family fun is 
is the center, is the Mecca, and every place else is still Mongolia, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, honestly, uh, it was really, really cool. It was really cool. Oh, the man who taught the U.S. they were playing 3S completely wrong, Issei, yeah. I mean, he, he was one of the players who showed up and did really well during the time where U.S. still didn't know what we were doing in the game, pretty much. So uh, he was one of the people who did help the scene advance very far. And then, like I said, Family Fun just became the mecca at some point. I, I always said during that time period, SoCal was the, was the Third Strike mecca, NorCal was the CVS2 mecca, and, you know, uh, New England area was the MVC2 mecca. Like I don't, I don't think that there's really much dispute on that. Uh, but Yi Wang from the Yi Wang from the from the Family Fun era did take it with Ken over Issei. I've seen some of the highlights, and I mean, you watch, you watch high level Third Strike, and you know, again, this is the old man talking here, but you see <laughs> some of the decisions that Yi made, and like you can tell. Fighting games back then were just different than fighting games are now. You know what I mean? Except Strive now, maybe, because Strive definitely has a little more old-school feel. But, like, at one point in time, Issei was just, like, uppercutting the super. Just, like, he just did it. And it connected. And in Third Strike sense, it made sense. But it was just the wildest thing. And uh, I know art is... Uh, rendering them and trying to upload them so they'll get up there eventually. <laughs> cool. uh, well, it sounds like it's dope. Also, uh, the Dragon Ball Fighters World Championship opening event happened and there was an exhibition between France and US. And I didn't get a chance to see this. The only thing I did see was Damascus popping off France superior to US saying France is the best in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even just popping off the U.S. It was the entire planet. They're the they're the best. Yeah, and so uh, sure. What do you think of that? What, what, I mean, do you have an opinion on on that claim right now? Uh, I think I think that most people feel like the American team wasn't actually our best players. Okay. Uh, the way I feel is. It's really hard to say who is the best in America right now because the game's netcode sucks. So a <laughs> lot of people that were going really hard on Dragon Ball before stopped. Uh, so it's really, really hard to, to say that. And I, I, I could be wrong. If, you, if you're in France out there, please correct me. But I feel like France handled COVID better like for the past eight months in a lot of places. So they were meeting offline to play. So they had that experience. Mm -hmm. They still had that drive to keep going. Whereas American players, how are you going to play the damn game? You can't, <laughs> you know, like you, you can't right now. Sonic so. Fox and, and, and cloud eight or eight Oh five are just going to practice online, dude. They're just going to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's impossible. So, uh, <laughs> what did, what, what really came out from this though? It, it seems like it ignited a fire under a lot of people, including Japan, including America, including oh, Sonic really? Fox, including okay. Goichi. Okay. Goichi, Goichi was like, oh, I heard you guys were talking shit. Well, guess what? I'm going hard. And then Sonic Fox is like, oh, yeah, you're going hard. I'm going hard. So at the end of the day, America losing might 
be one of the best outcomes because we're not <laughs> cocky anymore. Now we're now we're gonna try again, right? So mm, hopefully okay. that's what happens. Hopefully that's what happens. Yeah. I like I like watching Dragon Ball. Yeah, and um, and honestly. This I haven't had a chance to watch it since all the changes and stuff. You know, uh, I I probably should just go and try to watch the archives or something like that. But like I said, I've been kind of disconnecting a little bit, so uh, I'll try to get back into it this month. Uh, but I'm definitely eager to see how different the game looks with the new, you know, me- pretty big mechanic changes. So we'll I watched see a little bit of the the exhibition. Mm-hmm. It was uh. It still looks like Dragon Ball to me, man. <laughs> still looks like Dragon Ball to me. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. It's, if you liked it before, you'll still like it. Okay. Now, uh, another big event that happened this weekend was the Smash Ultimate Summit Three. There was just the uh, Melee Summit, and now we have the Smash Ultimate Summit. Tweak wins this one, but the big thing about this is that their crowdfunded pot. Grew to a hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Hundred and fifty six thousand one hundred and thirty five dollars, I should say. Yeah, mate, put some respect on that one thirty five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean that w- that's more than some tournaments actually have. That's more than most tournaments. Yeah. Most locals, you're not gonna win hundred bucks. So Shit, some uh, majors, you're not gonna win hundred bucks. <laughs> Now, I heard this uh, This kind of spawned like some sort of, again, talk about Smash versus FGC. Are they the same community, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't spot any of that. If anybody has any, you know, TLDR summaries of it, I, again, I, I, I just, I don't care enough about it. I want, you know, I, I hate the separation. I understand where people want it to come from and everything like that, but... You know, it's just it's it's I'm I'm tired of hearing the whole conversation, but it's so unimportant. Right. It's so like it's such a useless argument and conversation. Right. We cross even if even if FGC and Smash are separate, we cross over a lot. We're from the same universe, all right? Yeah. You know, like there's the Avengers and there's the Guardians of the Galaxy, and we're gonna be in each other's <laughs> movies all the damn time, okay? Just who who cares? Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, it, it, the way that I, I view it, too, is, you know, what's interesting to me is I thought a lot of it still came from the FTC side, you know, hating Smash, saying inane things like Smash is a party game, uh, you know, that, you know, that it doesn't matter and stuff like that, uh, like, that, 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 I thought that's where the discourse was coming from, but there's actually people who just say, like, you know, there's not a lot of crossover that, that maybe it's healthier if the scenes were separate scenes and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I don't know, like that kind of changed my discourse on the on the thought process. I'd still like them to be more cooperative, but maybe I'm hoping for too much. Maybe I'm just too positive about the whole entire thing. Oh, and, and, think- and I don't have this listed here, but Nintendo's also cease and desisting other tournaments that were trying to run project m you know updates again and stuff like that yeah so and it sucked because i think they did it like one week are. beforehand and so some people had already like bought their tickets and were traveling and stuff like that to play that project plus specifically so at riptide that's what it is thank you fs link so that sucks Eek. yeah but god nintendo's gotta 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 wake up man they gotta wake up on on this stuff so they won't they don't care their fans are too big of fans yeah. to stop to you know to like 
stop buying their stuff because of that. They don't care. Uh, but too big to fail. But uh, honestly, though, shout outs to the Smash scene. One hundred fifty six thousand one hundred thirty five dollars. That's dope. That's, That's super dope. Crazy. That is really, really crazy. Uh, someone in the chat asked me if I'm going to commentate more Tetris in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm too involved. I, I, this makes me sad because I'm too involved in the FGC that I don't get a chance to commentate all the events in Tetris that happen outside of the World Championships. There's a lot of storylines and stuff, and I always have to play catch-up whenever the, the classic Tetris World Champions come back. Uh, but I'll definitely, I mean, if they hire me again, I'll definitely continue doing right. the, the, the classic Tetris. So, um, uh, Also, CPT, South Africa happened this weekend. Again, uh, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch. I mean, I did watch the Marn Hotashi punk thing because you couldn't not. I mean, look, I haven't been watching a lot. I still watched that, okay? Look, you, you just couldn't miss it. That's why it's so great. Um, but, uh, I didn't get a chance to see CPT South Africa, but, uh, from what David had written down in the notes and such, uh, Billy Date, uh, won the tournament over Jobby M and what David said is both of them looked really, really strong. And again, this cool. is really cool because the South Africa scene is not a scene that gets a lot of chances to display their talent. In fact, Africa as a whole has been kind of absent from the FGC uh, outside of obviously, you know, a little further north and stuff. Uh, but okay. like it's 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 really cool to see. And I really do hope that the CPT starts expanding into more areas of Africa so that we could have like, you know, three separate areas in Africa, maybe even four. Uh, yeah, uh, Phantom says in the chat, lots of character variety. Someone said in, in the top eight, 14 characters were used. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Almost twice as many characters were used as players were in the, in the tournament. So 23 different characters used in the top 16, according to Guhawk. Uh, so that's really cool. Oh, but uh, cool. also mentioned that South Africa also going through some you know political strife right now and such but and uh billy won with ed and nikali that's cool ed is ed is an underrated character man ed is an underrated character in fact i was talking to a uh, craymore recently whose twin brother is dominion and yeah. you know craymore was saying like dude you don't see dominion in tournaments anymore right now because he's busy but he's like his ed is ridiculous like he is like that is a character you should not be sleeping on at all so <laughs> Well, Cammy Reign of Terror, remember Cammy also got a little nerfed. So uh, that did temper her a little bit. Whiffed dive kicks now have more delay than dive kicks that are blocked or hit, making V shifting dive kicks and punishing it, or just with punishing dive kicks, uh, period, a lot easier than it was before. So, for sure. Uh, Cammy's Reign of Terror might have still been going if she did, but. Honestly, I don't think it would have. I, 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 that nerf was, a, you know, a good enough of a nerf, but I don't think she was as dominant as a lot of people uh, thought it was. Like I said, the nerf is definitely affecting, but I don't think Cammy would have won every tournament even if she didn't get nerfed. So, uh, upcoming events. Upcoming events. What's coming up? Whoops. Uh, let me do this here. Uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid League Championship is finally happening. 
Yeah, this is finally happening here. Uh, let me get you a little bit more details here. Uh, this is going to be happening on September 11th on twitch.tv slash level up live. So level up is going to be... Uh, is going to be streaming this. So which is really cool because that'll make sure that it has at least a decent audience uh, watching that because Twitch, I mean, I'm not saying that about the game. It's just, this is Twitch. This is Twitch. If you have the amazing event and you're streaming it on a brand new channel, no one's gonna know. <laughs> because <laughs> that's just how Twitch works. Uh, so that's really cool, though. But, you know, it'll be exciting to see that because I know this game has definitely grown into a, you know, into a, a behemoth of its own. And so it'll be really cool to see how this uh, this event goes down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they're finally getting to play that out. It's been yeah. a while. So and that's cool. Then, but what I'm excited for... And then, I don't even know. So I just saw Nerd Josh tweet about big Marvel 2 money match. And I was like, what? And then he said it was going to be between Justin Wong and Round. Where, where did the... Do you know the history of this? Like, where did this come from well, I, do, I i all this beef happened on facebook i'm not in those groups i don't use facebook unless i absolutely have to uh so i i just know it's facebook beef five thousand dollars on the line Dang. fuji fuji is holding the 5k for both players right now they've already sent it in so this is happening like, yeah. it's actually happening <laughs> ruin, was ruin it ruin from vegas it ruin instigate of course he did of course ruin instigated it of and, course and, he did. And for people who don't know who Fuji is, Fuji was one of the uh, two guys along with Galleon who ran Seasons Beatings a long time yep. ago. Fuji yeah, was big, always, big Marvel 2 head. Yeah, he was one of the guys that was always setting up a lot of those money matches and rivalries and exhibitions at Seasons Beatings. Him and, you know, Havad and Mike Watson were the big money yeah. holders of the, uh, of the you know, Duck versus Sanford you know, exhibition and such. Yeah, For Fuji sure. Fuji is OG. I mean, Fuji is OG as hell, basically. Yeah. I mean, that guy has been around forever. Shout outs to him. I didn't know he was still in the FGC and hanging around and stuff like that. Makes me happy to hear that because that guy's awesome. So shout outs to, to, to Fuji, absolutely. But, dude, $5,000 money match in MVC. This is Marvel. Marvel just brings us out I, of people. I want to know... I want to know if Justin's wife knows about this. Because <laughs> I've noticed Justin is not tweeting about it. Justin is not tweeting about this. I want to know what Justin's wife knows. That he just put up $5,000 on a video game that he doesn't... He, he says it himself, I'm a content creator now. I don't, I don't play these games. I'm a content creator. <laughs> oh, yeah, this man just put a, a semester of college on the line. Oh, he did tweet. He did tweet. So someone said, oh, I guess he did tweet, he, about, he did it. Okay, tweet, okay, tweet okay. about it recently. Okay. Right. He just okay. promoted so, it. For so, so at least she knows. At least she knows. Okay. Now. There you go. There you go. Justin's Justin not sneaking around. Dude, what are you trying the, to do? You're trying, house. you're trying to break up some families here, Tubo? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm, I was just questioning. I, I didn't have all the facts. I didn't have all the facts. Oh, now I know. It's, it's fine. Oh, that's funny. I didn't do anything. That'll be Justin's problem. Justin's breaking yeah. up families, not me. Because uh, I did notice that there's a lot of players tweeting out pictures of themselves landing in Los Angeles and stuff like that. I saw Justin mentioning he's here. I saw Problem X mentioned he was here. I'm guessing it's probably for Street Fighter League uh, because those are all players that are going to be in Street Fighter League. So I'm guessing that so. that's yeah. 
probably what's going to happen here. But that means Justin's going to be in town, so he can definitely run that. And so apparently next I, weekend. I hope it's streamed on someone's channel. I really want to see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's going to be cool. It'll be fun. Uh, I wonder if Arturo can make it out here because Arturo, obviously, when he streams these old games, it's just the quality is so beautiful. Either that or he could teach someone to do it. Maybe he can teach me? No, just kidding. Someone else has already got this, dude. So. <laughs> oh, it's happening on Roundhouse's stream. Okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, Roundhouse is, like, not old school, not new school, but not old school. Like, he's kind of one of the newer recent up-and-comers used to play at super arcade a lot if i'm not mistaken uh, oh so nothing excess says he is pretty og but not more recent yeah see that's what i mean right he's you can't say you're an mvc2 player and not be og but he's not part of the clockwork shady k justin desmond executioners like clockwork smooth shady viper k. yeah he he's not one of those guys you know the, that old school so uh like he's after so uh if you can if i'm not wrong he is after neo or is he around neo time is is he after neo uh or is he before Look, man, Neo? If, if you're from if you're from 2009 or earlier, like you're OG now. It's just all the same. Yeah, you're old. Yeah. You're an old guy. And when Street Fighter Six comes out, all the Street Fighter Five players are old players now. That's how it works, dude. Dude, dude. oh man. How many generations deep are you, James? Like, dude, when we talk about five, Street Fighter Five generations deep now. I mean, like David always says. At this point in time, people who played Street Fighter 4, 09ers have been in the FGC longer than David was in the FGC when he was making fun of 09ers back in yeah. 09. So, yeah. Yeah, we're OGs now. <laughs> Triple OG. Oh, We've man. been here. We've seen this. We've done this. Oh, God. Uh, now, All in, right, moving on, man. Dude, this actually breaks my heart. This is bad news for me. Because and for a lot of the people playing Soul Calibur, a lot of us have been wanting to have official word of whether or not we were. I mean, like we all kind of knew season three wasn't happening for Soul Calibur, but um, this pretty much seals the deal. We were hoping, but this, yeah, is the death knell. I think Okubo is the guy who worked so hard on Soul Calibur six. To make sure that it was made, he was the one, I think, who pushed for them to make it. And Bandai Namco, I think, literally said, all right, but if it doesn't sell well, this is the last Soul Calibur game ever. And so he put a lot on the line to make this. And honestly, Soul Calibur Six, I mean, you know how much I've been enjoying the game, right? I mean, I, I, I love the game, and I think it's great. I'm sad I've never played Soul Calibur up to this point because I really enjoy it. But now, like, for me, the, the whole future of Soul Calibur is in question right now. Are we even going to get a 7 at all? You know, is somebody else going to jump in or... It's the third best-selling Soul Calibur of all time. Now, there's six Soul Caliburs, so you're like, that doesn't sound impressive, but number one and number two are two of some of the best-selling fighting games of all time. Number yeah. one on the Dreamcast, like I said, was one of the, in previous streams, was one of the first, it might have been the first perfect 40 from Famitsu in, in, in 
that magazine. That magazine is decidedly very hard to even get a 10 from anybody. They were not like a lot of the companies where like a six counts as a shitty game. Like, no, these guys right. actually use the whole scale. And this was the first 40 point game I think ever. And Soul Calibur 2, of course, is the super turbo of super of Soul Calibur. Everybody loves Soul Calibur 2. And so that this actually was able to get up into that level of surpassing 3, 4, and 5 so much, you know, I, I hope it sold well enough for a 7. Uh, otherwise, you know... Depends on what their projection was, you yeah. know. And yeah, you project to sell 3 million and you sell 2 million, it doesn't matter if it's a third yeah, highest selling Soul Calibur true. game, right? But, I mean, Phantom did mention, they did say that it exceeded their expectations, which is why we got the season two. Because you remember, Okubo trolled us at EVO, where he came out and after season one, and he was like, we just want to put out a video to thank everybody for supporting. We hope you enjoyed Soul Calibur along the way, right. blah, 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 blah. And then it was a season two trailer. And it was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, the, the fact that it didn't get its real world tour last year because of COVID really hurt, uh, killed a suck, lot of the man. wind in the sails, man. That, that sucks. That was Them, Grand Blue, a lot of games got yeah. dumped on because of COVID. Should have had good netcode, all right? <laughs> Uh, but again, you know, this, this breaks my heart, but shout outs to Okubo. Hope he moves on to cool things out there. Hope they can find someone to work on a Soul Calibur 7 if, you know, they, if it sold well enough to warrant that kind of thing. Cause again, like I said, I've been enjoying the game tremendously despite me being pretty bad at it. Although I've gotten pretty decent at it despite playing only once a week. Uh, but still I, I enjoy it. Like it's not, it's one of those games that like, I don't know. It's just, it feels good when you play. It's just fun. It's just a fun game. So, sure. um, all right. So unless there's any other topics to talk about, we can move on to the mailbag at this point. That's it. The mailbag. Again, not a lot of questions that we got. We only have a few, uh, mailbag questions and I'll tell you right now, uh, some of these questions, I don't even know how to answer. So, uh, let's get over here to the first question. Ah, if I can actually make this. Oh, my God. I am doing some terrible things over here. You all right, right over there, James? Yeah, doing okay? I'm doing good. Stream Streaming is a blow. All right. Streaming is a blow. Up. Here we go. Boom. First question is from Tabby Nat and says, what's your favorite arcade story? Uh, I don't, so I don't have one. <laughs> I, I don't have. I didn't grow up in the arcade. I, I don't have one. Uh, I mean, honestly, my favorite arcade story uh, would probably be non-fighting game related. So again, people don't know this, but if you played Super Mario Brothers on the regular Nintendo, you don't yeah. know how hard Super Mario Brothers was in the arcade. Uh, the lost, the lost le levels. Yeah, yeah. the lot. A bunch of the lost levels. Were, a lot of those arcade stages were eventually added to the lost levels uh, in the home version, like the, the first swimming stage and the first bridge stage with the cheap cheeps. They made easier versions in World 3 and then in World 7 made it like the arcade version. In the arcade version, World 3 was already the brutal version and then World 7 was completely different and the swimming and the cheap cheap bridge levels were just completely destructive. 
Like, the Poison <laughs> Mushroom was new to Lost Levels. That wasn't in the original Super Mario's arcade. But the Super Mario Brothers arcade game was really, really hard. And, uh, again, this was in 85, so I was about nine years old at around this time. Maybe nine or eight years old at this time. And I was the kid with the stool. And nobody could beat this game. And I was at the arcade and I was standing on the stool and I was playing and I was getting... Remember, in World 4, you couldn't warp to World 8. World 4, the f furthest you could warp to was World 5. Yeah. So if you hit the warp zone sure. in World 4, you went to World 5 and you had to do 5, 6, 7, 8. There's no way to skip any of that. And I'm this little 9-year-old kid playing the whole thing down to my last life at the very end in Bowser's Castle... Time is running out. It's playing the fast music. I come out of the pipe. There's that dumb Hammer Brother sitting there before the very last Bowser. And I had no time left. So I was like, screw it. I was large Mario. I just held B. This was my last life. I ran forward, ran into the Hammer Brother, shrunk, jump over, ran at Bowser. And I was just like, please, Bowser, go into the air. And he did. He jumped in the air and I ran under him and like with like 10 seconds left on the clock, I hit the axe and I beat the game and there was a giant crowd just like sitting there watching this nine-year-old kid beat Super Mario Brothers Arcade and I remember everyone just started cheering and applauding when I beat the game, dude. I All was right. so happy. <laughs> it, was such, it was such a cool moment. I, I really enjoyed that. So, ah, oh, man. Good memories, good memories. Uh, let's get the next question out here. Uh, Hawk525 on Twitter asks, uh, what is your favorite quote from a fighting game character? Victory, losing, in-game, etc., etc." Uh... I just beat Mag Freaking Nito. Where's your curly mustache at? Good answer. <laughs> Dude, that is a great answer. I would not have thought about that one. Okay. I played okay. Deadpool. I mean, I've heard it thousands of times. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, you know, I honestly do miss, I love me some guns from the original trailer, but yeah, they probably I wish it didn't get. That probably changed. got censored. That probably got censored. So. Yep, it did. Um,. Gosh, I know there's a quote out there that I love, that I love repeating, but I can't remember what it is at this point in time because it's just, it's just one of those questions that I'd have to think so long and hard about this. I mean, obviously, there's, dude, there's too many. There's too many. I, I can't answer this question, dude. I'm sorry. There's just, there's, I'm sorry, right. Hawk. I can't do it. Too many questions. I can't do it. I'm going to move on to the next one. Uh, and the last question that we have here, as I mentioned, uh, we oops, uh, didn't have too many questions this time, or I just missed some of them at the very end. Uh, but Deadeye Dave asks, what's your favorite travel abroad experience? Uh, I've only been out of the country one time. Well, oh, two yeah. times, but both times I went to Scotland and that's uh, all I'm going to say right. about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's a tough one because uh, obviously like, you know, 
you want to say Japan because Japan was just absolutely amazing. You know, I got to do the Hey Arcade, right. Super Turbo experience, all these things. But, you know, just to be able to, to, to not be able to have the answer of something like going to Kuwait, like a place that I never thought that I would ever go and being right. able to go there and just meeting like, and I say this it, absolutely in the most lovingly way possible, going there and seeing a bunch of nerds. Like, you know, you're just like, it's like, you know, it's the same. You go yeah. to this convention and it's like everybody's the same. They're cosplaying, they're doing everything, playing video games and all this stuff like that. It's, it's really, <laughs> it was really one of those very educational trips for me. You know what I mean? Sure. It was just one of those things that was fantastic. Now, you know, Japan, obviously, there's just, it's like the ultimate geek, you know, oh, video games, oh, Street Fighter, duh. like, it's hard to, 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 to beat something like that. But yeah, I might sure. have to pick the Kuwait trip just because it was, it, it, it profoundly changed my life. It affected my life in a way that I kind of realized. Makes sense to me the world is a little bit different, you know, than I expected it to be. So there we go. Well, that's all. all right. uh, we did it. We did it, but uh, just want to remind everyone, uh, you are going to be trying to stream every single day in September, yeah. sans tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm not going to stream tomorrow. Uh, wherever you guys stand on wanting to take a day off Twitch on the first or not, I support you because... Both sides have real good arguments mm -hmm. on how it hurts. It, it could hurt smaller streamers and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I get it. Uh, I'm actually just taking that day off because right now I have to go to bed. So, <laughs> like, I just want one last day where I can do whatever the hell I want to right, do and not have to sense. worry about a stream schedule. Yeah. Um, so I'm not making, like, a political statement for once in my life, actually, <laughs> by, <laughs> by saying off, I just want a damn day off before I, I, I get going. But, yeah, right. from the second – until the 30th every day at minimum one hour but i'm aiming for three hours at least Dang. per stream dude more but, power to but you. on like ultra chen days like i don't i'm gonna have to stream after this and then i mean Jesus, are you gonna I'll do this doesn't count this doesn't count no, this as the stream count. it has to be on my channel Jesus. it has to be on my channel oh my god more power so, to you dude all right we'll try it's to gonna make be sure. exhausting in september we'll try to make sure ultra chen runs shorter <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate it. I mean, uh, honestly, for me, I'm trying to stream as much as I can. I'm not going to promise every day. I don't have that kind of willpower, I don't think. Um, but tomorrow, we're supposed to do synchronize. We're probably going to postpone it till Friday, just in solidarity with that. However, technically, we are going to stream tonight because the, the new Teppin pack comes out at midnight. So we'll stream yeah. at midnight, which is kind of counts as today, but not tomorrow. And but you know, however you want to do it, start streaming at eleven fifty nine. Yeah, we're towing the line a little bit, but the new pack comes out, so we'll be streaming later today. Uh, but other than that, uh, Twitch.tv slash Tubo, Tuboware, and uh, Twitch.tv slash Jchenzo. We'll be trying to stream a lot. Like I said, I'll try I to finish. I'll try to finish Outer Wilds. I, I and, and like I said, <laughs> we'll I, see. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have time to watch, man. I'll be busy streaming. Yeah, but. fair enough, fair enough. So. But I hope you do. I'll watch the archive if you start playing. <laughs> fair enough. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out again. And uh, let's bird them.
Burn him. Hey, you should do a raid. You should raid someone. Oh, yeah, I always do. I raid a channel afterwards every time. So, All right, cool. yeah. But thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, see you guys next week on the Tuesday show. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you please like, subscribe, and uh, support. Thank you very much. Leave a comment say below. Say stuff in the comments. Yeah, say exactly. stuff in the comments. So I can argue with you. <laughs> All right, have a good night. Peace. Later, guys.